Donaldo, you're screwed. <laughs> I don't care if I look stupid or not. Drink vodka in moderation, kid. <laughs> Never trust a big booty and a smile. I'm always trying to shove it in the back. And sometimes I don't know if you're yoking or not. Hold still. Hold still. Hold still. Yeah, boys, drink the door. I'm a white sound like Bane. Let's fuck on that. Fuck it, I'll just let it be awkward. This is PJ Souls, and you are totally listening to the Bad Boys Podcast. Keep listening, or you know who might come after you. Episode 483 of the Bad Boys Podcast, but the randomly ranted all things movies. I'm your sore throat host, Fonzo, a.k.a. Mike Lowry. Joining me as always. Farley, a.k.a. Marcus Burnett. And I'm Tony, a.k.a. MCP. Just woke up this morning, Cruz thought was hurting like crazy, and so was mine. It was crazy. Oh, uh, that sucks. I've been sick all week. Like Christmas Day, I was on in bed all day. Christmas Eve, I was cool. Christmas Day, terrible. Called that on Friday. River's finally up and at him. Like, it's been crazy. It's like stuck in at your house all week, you know? Can't even get out. <laughs> Most of Chris's family was sick at Christmas Eve. Really? Christmas Day, yeah. They were all, I mean, they weren't like, dying sick but they were all you know yeah. colds or mild this yeah. or that or yeah it's just been a bummer man so yeah if i'm not sound like all the way through you know i'm gonna try to keep it minimal <laughs> remember that commercial and mommy it hurts when i swallow that's what it feels like yeah, mm. yeah. so we'll the doctor tomorrow see if we have strep throat because the shit hurts man yeah man sore throats suck mm-hmm. i mean you can do the um the spray I found that kind of, you know, that helps. So you open up that throat and you spray down your gullet. But, you know, it only works for five minutes. Yeah. Trading the cough drops, they ain't working. Mm-hmm. You know, we're nothing. So, man. So, yeah, let's get it cracking. Um, it'll be our last episode of 2019. Woohoo! Right? Yeah. So, yep. Crazy. Yeah. That's nuts. Hopefully it goes with a bang. Cause, uh, I can't believe I tell you what, man. We've yeah. been doing this a lot of years. For the decade. Yeah. <laughs> this whole decade. And, and this last one has been the funnest. Absolutely. So, I mean, it has nothing to do with the contestants playing and all the <laughs> yeah, <right>. <laughs> no. But I can, I can, without a doubt, say this last year has absolutely been the best podcast. Your comedy's, been on, your comedy's like... been on point. Your stories have been on point. <laughs> you finally stopped eating ice cream on the podcast. It's been yeah, glorious. Yeah. Yeah. Tony said more than 100 words this year. So <laughs> it's been good. Uh, the Lakers beat the Supersonics. <laughs> there you go. I'm about to beat the Mavs, though. That's good. All right. So, yeah, where are we at? Episode 43. We got, uh, let's see. MCP chose a Michael Bay movie, Six Underground. Yeah. Been here in a while. We haven't seen him in a while. And then I chose Lethal Weapon. I said I needed a Christmas movie. And sure enough, I totally forgot they're playing the Christmas music right when the movie starts. Yeah. So it's kind of interesting. So I'm like, why do people always say Die Hard is a Christmas movie? Lethal Weapon should be in that conversation. So without a doubt. Without a doubt. Yeah, we'll talk about that when we get there. But uh, yeah, we get a little bonus. Mazzy, come here. 
have a review of an 11 year old reviewing Jumanji <laughs> who was on a date or first date. Oh, now, if I was there, I would have been sitting in between. Mm-hmm. Kurt was kind enough to sit next to the boy. Mm. All right. Come sit down. What? You can come sit down in the chair. You can put the headphones in so you can say hello. It's Fonzo and Tony. Same people you always know. All right. You're going to review Jumanji. Why? And your date. Yeah, what do you no. think? <laughs> we just want to know about the movie. Yeah. What do you what? think of the movie? Did you like it? Yeah. Is it better than the last one? I think it was better than Whoa. the second one. All right. What was your favorite part? Um, I really don't know. I just like the whole movie. Oh, cool. It's just really good. What was it about? What? Well, what kind of rating would you give it? Did Harley tell you how you rate a movie? Say that again. So how would you rate the movie? Would you buy it for a dollar? Was it a waste of time? No, it wasn't a waste of time. Okay. We're definitely buying it for a dollar. Yeah. Now Harley's making noise. Filing papers over there. Oh, Daddy's. Yeah. Let's What? So Why are you like... Would you recommend the movie? It's a fam you're talking to. Oh my god. <laughs> Would you recommend the movie? Are you talking to me? Yeah, so would you recommend the movie? What do you mean recommend the movie? Like would you like say to your friends, Oh you guys should totally check this out, it was really funny. If you met a friend Oh it's yeah. Still- I mean yeah, probably. Okay. It was really it was a really good one. It was better than the first two. Perfect. The only Whoa. weird part in it, they had a flying horse. Whoa. Whoa, sounds cool to me. What does a flying horse do? It was one of the characters in Jumanji. They had more people. They had the, Whoa. they had, um, I don't want to spoil it. No, you just want to share that. Yeah, read, please. <laughs> See, Reed, you hear that, Reed? <laughs> Take, notes, Take notes, people. Take notes. <laughs> um, um, there was there were more people in it. To the they broke it. To um, the last time they played it, they broke it so no one else could play it. Mm-hmm. But the per the little the boy, I can't remember his name. Have you watched the first one? Mm-hmm. Or the se- sorry, second one. Mm-hmm. Yeah, the boy that was. A strong, oh, what was I don't remember his name, but he wanted to be the same person like him, so he he went back in the game and he had to do level two. Mm-hmm. But then they had to rescue him in the game, so they went back in the game. But turns out there were diff, there were there was uh, his grandpa and his grandpa's friend from. A place I don't know, like a chef, like bakery, and they got sucked into the game too. Oh, how fun! And they didn't even get to choose their characters; they they're just random. <laughs> but they and there's water in the game, 
and Jumanji that if you go in the water and if you touch someone else, you'll change the two characters. Mm. And of course, you have three lives and if mm-hmm. you're dead completely. So it's like Super Mario Brothers, you only get three lives? No. no That's a real game, Dad. Oh, yeah, okay. you can get Try green it. mushrooms in that. But you don't get green yeah. mushrooms in this one. Exactly. Who was who was the funniest? Like we got. So would you give rock. a dollar? A waste of time. A yeah, slater. It was the funniest. A pile of shit. Although you can't say that last one. What? <laughs> Just give it a dollar and get out of here. A dollar. I'll give it more than a dollar. No right, high. You give it like a high dollar. Thousand. She Ooh. gave it a thousand dollars. Okay, Ooh, now I need you to tell these people to good luck, okay? Say good luck. Good luck. To Evan. Good luck to Evan. Angie. Angie. Reed. Reed. Art. Art. And uh, Donaldo, you're screwed. <laughs> Donaldo. You didn't say it. Donaldo. Yeah. Donaldo, you're screwed. <laughs> <laughs> All right, say goodnight. Goodnight. Bye-bye. Bye. Bye. Thanks for your Bye-bye. review. Yeah. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. That's the future podcaster of America, people. Oh, man. <laughs> Come here, give me a hug. Give me a hug and a kiss. <laughs> I love you. Thank you. What food? I got from my, my. Did you eat the lentils? Yeah. Okay, you can have some of your junk food. Okay. All right. I love you too. And then door closed. Go to sleep. I didn't want to say it while she was there, Harley, but it totally sounded like she was reading the synopsis and she spent the whole movie making out. I know how to break it to you, man. Uh, she was making stuff up. Ah, uh, shit. Bonus extra from uh, Harley's daughter, Mazzy. Checked out Jumanji. Yeah, she went to the theaters yesterday with uh, Chris and her uh, boyfriend. Record scratch? <laughs> Back scratch? Yeah. Wait, no, you didn't say friend. You said boyfriend. Well, actually, they've been going out. "Quote unquote." For what? No. They met. They met at the Boys and Girls Club over the summertime, mm-hmm. and then. But they live. Uh, he lives in Mount Shasta, so huh. and they, you know, they don't have cell phones, so um, they haven't really been communicating very much. Like every couple of weeks, they like text each other through Gmail, and you know, mm-hmm. so um, they haven't really had much communication at all, huh. and then. Uh, uh, Chris actually helped out because the community is so small. Chris actually knew a coworker from work that knew his parents. So she gave the parents Chris's phone number. And so they called. And so um, the kid called and as he spoke to him for the first time in like six months. So although this whole time they're like boyfriend and girlfriend. <laughs> so, and then uh, so Chris suggested, I tell you what, I'll take you out to the movies. And the boy, so the funny thing was, um, uh, what's the m- movie? There's Star Wars in the theater. And what else is there? What else is in the theaters right now? Jumanji. Uh, there's something else, too. Oh. 
What is in the fucking theater right now? Little Women <laughs> Frozen 2, Spies in Disguise. Uh, what the fuck was it? She was so so the kid was like, You wanna go see spy, uh, Star Wars? And Mazzy's like, nah, not really. They're kind of boring. <laughs> I was like, yes, good job, kid. <laughs> so I suggest they see Jumanji. I, even though I haven't even seen the remake, not lo- much the less than this, the second one, so I don't know mm-hmm. what the fuck they're about. But uh, yeah, anyways, this is the one yesterday. I mean, I guess that's weekends, but you know, it's their weekends, not mine. So. Yeah. yeah. Did you answer the door like... Uh... Drunk Willie, like coming out of jail. Who the fuck is Reggie? No, yeah. no. Like I said, they went. I stayed here in Lake I was at a friend's yeah. house working on his car, making some side money, mm. and because um, you know I'm a Mexican at heart. Word up. And uh, so, yeah, Chris went and picked him up, and and the three of them went to the movies. Okay. I tell you what, ironically, it's exactly like me. When I was in the sixth grade, I had my first date. My mom took me. My mom and like sort of stepdad, quote unquote, you know, Bruce. And we watched um, like Patriot Games, one of those uh, Tom Clancy movies when uh, when Harrison Ford was playing. Uh, Jack what's Ryan. his name? Yeah, Jack Ryan. Thank you. It was either Patriot Games or the other one that he did. But I saw that at the theater. But um, it was the first time I ever held hands. Oh. Yeah. We all nervous. We all sweaty. Oh, man. I was fucking shitting myself. Was so, she really short? Was she tall? Uh, I can't remember. She was short. Mm-hmm. I do remember. You don't remember her name? Oh, yeah, of course. I, I don't want to say it because, you know, what? people people would be on Mindy was her name, Mindy. Oh, okay. So, I'm looking her up on Facebook to get bonus points. <laughs> uh, if you made, did you make a move? Uh, fuck no. I was so scared, boy. Mm. Uh, I was crapping myself. So she should learn, you should learn from my boy MCP. I know, right? Yeah. He's the only one in this room that's actually done in the theater. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, I don't need to, you can cut that out. Smashed it like an Idaho potato. I'm sure the you know statute of limitations has passed. <laughs> <laughs> that was a while ago. Every time Bronzo laughs, he's going to cough and scream. <laughs> it fucking hurts. Oh, boy. Mm. So, so let's don't be funny. Yeah, thank you. Yeah, all right. Don't worry, it won't be hard. <laughs> oh boy! All right. So, so okay. So after seeing Lethal Weapon, <laughs> I got I got to kick and watch two, part two, three, and four, and they're all a dollar. I just got to straight up say it. Now, now, without reviewing the first one, how do you think the the sequels hold up to the original? It's funny on um, IMDb they get less and less uh-huh. um, higher rating. Um, I mean they've already called, so it's not going to spoil anything, you know. No, like, no, yeah, you can call. Yeah. I mean, it's not spoiling the review, but yeah, um, uh, yeah. There's a charm like with uh, Mel Gibson's mullet. He doesn't have it in four. Uh. He, he's a little too old. He's almost like Danny Glover. Um, but what I find fascinating is the characters they keep throughout, like. Um, they still have the same captain, Captain Murphy, which is amazing. The same actor, the same doctor from part one, the chick from Monster Squad, the mom. She's in all of them. Uh, Joe Pesci, um, he continues his role. Oh, is he in the sequels? Yeah. Like, I know he's in one of them, but I didn't know. I couldn't remember. Oh, if he's, he's in two, three, and four. Leo Gantt. Oh, right on. Yeah. 
He does real estate in three. He's a private eye in four. This guy is amazing. He can go from scary ass gangster to bumbling idiot, you know, idiot uh, criminal in Home Alone, and then this crazy asshole in this movie. It's unbelievable. This guy is so great. Um, yeah, and it's all directed by Richard Donner, all of them, which I thought was fascinating too. Yeah, Joel Silver. Um, practical shit where like fucking they have no problem driving cars through buildings, exploding gas stations. Like, hey, we don't need this house anymore, right? Like blowing shit up. Like, mm. you know what I mean? Or it's not CG. Like, is that really happening? Like, these motherfuckers are blowing shit up. Like, I just feel like they have the guy from uh, Tropic Thunder, Danny McBride, mm-hmm. working in all these movies, just going big ass titties, awesome. just hitting them fucking things and just blowing shit up, man. It's oh, unbelievable. Yeah. Like, some of these stunts, man, it's really cool. And Riggs and Murtaugh, like, they're, um, they're kind of going to the first. I'll save my thoughts for the first one, but just to say, yeah, um, I think. For me, I think they do kind of get a little bit, um, um, uh, they lose uh, quality, I would say, mm. you know, not by much, but, but yeah. But each one just gets a little, I, you know, and see, the thing is, I don't remember any of the sequels mm-hmm. and we watched the first one on the podcast like 10 years ago. Yeah. Um, and, and like, ironically watching it this time again for the first time in 10 years felt very new to me like a lot of the beats i didn't remember and so um i remember one of them i don't know which one the the cop killer bullets mm-hmm. i can't remember that one yeah uh, i don't know if which which one that one was but two yeah and it was like yeah bullet i remember as a kid watching the scene where he shoots the uh like well, the front water and the bullets go through the, mm-hmm. the i was like whoa that's so cool yeah everyone's like what the hell yeah, go to the armor. Yeah, but yeah, I mean, there's fucking four of them. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, and the third one has uh, the fourth one has Chris Rock. Yeah, and like Jet Li's the first American debut in the movie, an American oh. movie. Yeah, he's really good in it too. And that one has that crazy freeway action scene, which I don't know why people don't talk about that fucking scene. Well, and ironically, I mean, even the last one is 20 years old. Yeah. <laughs> Wild, huh? Yeah, yeah. So we'll get into that, but um, yeah. also on the previous Monday, I went to go see Star Wars. Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. And then uh, since Tony Harley doesn't like that boring shit, Tony, you didn't see it, right? You didn't, I did. You didn't go, oh, you did see it? Yeah, I did. Mm-hmm. See it. Oh, um, let's see. Okay, why is it? it why did it go away on IMDb when I typed it in? That's weird. Okay, did you review it last week? Did I, am I missing something? Yeah. No. Oh, okay. You want to go first then real quick so you can take a break? Sure, sure. For Star Wars? Yeah. We're talking about Star yeah. Wars Episode 9, yes. right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, uh, I I ended up watching Episode 8 um, as like a, you know, just to get my, my bearings. Um, that was all right. Uh, it was like, it was, I was watching it for eight, educational eight being purposes. being The Last Jedi is what you're saying. The Last Jedi, right. I watched yeah. The Last Jedi. Um, so I do, I guess, I guess I have another extra <laughs> on, on top go. of it. Um, but I, I, I was treating it kind of like a warm up, and I wasn't really critical of it. So I, I kind of programmed through it just to just to get a feel for you know where the story was at. Um, so it, it it was all right. I, I didn't. I, it's it's hard for me to give it a rating because I was like I said, I was only just catching up on it. Mm-hmm. Um, but uh, programming. Yeah, I definitely programmed to that when I was just I just wanted the plot. I was like, where where are we at? And wanted to get you know. Get, get the visual cues and everything. 
Tony, I got to interrupt because I'm curious. Do you have like multiple stages of programming? Is yes. it like Inception where like <laughs> Absolutely. you have your primary Absolutely. and then you'll have one. I'm looking at my monitor on the right and like that will be a video game and then your programming on the center screen and then you'll actually have a, a second program of something on the left. Well, I have different I have different environments for programming to move. Uh, uh, if I'm at, okay, so if I'm actually programming, doing coding, I'm actually working right, uh, right. on code. I'll be at my desk, and the movie will be playing in a corner of one monitor. Like it probably okay. won't even take up the whole monitor. I'll just right. anchor it into one corner, like a quarter of the monitor. Right, right. Um, and that's that's probably the. Uh, I guess highest level of programming, meaning lowest level of attention. Oh, lowest level of attention. Okay. Lowest right. level of attention that a movie will get is if I'm actually working. Okay. And it's just, yeah, it's just basically it's background noise. Yeah, I won't be. Uh, I, I tend to attend. I tend to take twice as long to watch a movie because I'll pause it and rewind it to, if there's something that I that, that I completely horrible. missed or whatever. Um, yeah, so that's like the the ultimate, you know, not 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 paying attention. The worst the worst way to review a movie for me. Got it. Uh, Is this your review of Batman from last week? I'm confused. <laughs> almost. There's the then there's the middle tier, which is uh, me playing a game, and that's usually out in the living room. We have three TVs in the living room. Two of them are for games. One of them is Laney's station. One of them is my station. And then the TVs on the big, the big TVs in the background. And we play movies and shows or whatever. And we let them play in the background while we're playing video games. Um, that's like middle tier. That's, that's like, because you could pause the game or I could let, like, it, and, and in general, I'm doing, I'm farming. If anybody has played video games, yeah, 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 of course, know, knows the grind. Farming yeah. doesn't take a lot of a lot of effort. Um, sure. I cannot play a video game where I'm actually trying to like complete a mission or a story. That that takes up all my attention. That, I will. That's worse. That's me not watching a movie. Like I I can't watch a movie and play a video game. I can only really farm while watching a movie. Farming yeah. is like mindless. So, but that I'd say that's like right in the middle. And then the lowest level of quote unquote programming is just on my phone scrolling yeah. through you okay. know, Instagram, Facebook, whatever. Yeah, yeah. Or Reddit posts or whatever the fuck, you know, comes on my phone. Okay. I can take So uh to this one, uh yeah, so I was media I was video I was farming while watching eight. <laughs> uh so that's that's where I was like, eh it's not really fair. Uh it's if if I'm on my phone, I'll I, I'd say it's a valid critique or i can give you know uh, my review but if i'm farming it's not it's not not very good uh but star wars episode nine um rise of skywalker uh after palpatine mysteriously returns the resistance faces the first order once more in the final chapter of the skywalker saga um yeah it's jj i got it the final chapter but they Oh, sorry. I thought you were reviewing Return of the Jet, not Return of the Jet, the Last Jedi. No, now I'm on to nine. Now you're on. Okay, okay. The I'm Rise sorry. of Skywalker, and uh, and it's and and that right away, I'm I'm very like just suspicious of this movie with its title and its premise. 
because it's saying it's going to close the chapter on the Skywalker saga and it's called Rise of Skywalker. I'm like, motherfucker, yeah, what the fuck? fuck? <laughs> what the fuck? Uh, and so I, I was I was very um, leery of this movie. I don't know if that's the right word, but I was very uh, just pay, trying to pay close attention. Like, where where's the trick? Where where Where's the fucking trick? And I guess you can't really talk about the, the that stuff without getting into spoilers um so you could give some spoilers i mean i'm not saying full-on read spoilers right but, yeah. right um so yeah so i mean we're, we're following uh daisy ridley uh again and her weird connection with um adam driver i guess ray and kylo ren right they have the their weird connection that's going on um and that's basically like the the big Jedi thing the the Force thing in in these in these movies, um, it's hard to talk about what happens without spoiling a certain part of it. Um, in the end, I was very meh about it. Uh, there are some cool scenes, there are some cool fight scenes, some cool new new tricks with the lightsabers. You know some some new some new things, but in the end, I was very meh. And uh, yeah, I guess it gets it gets my dollar. I'd buy that for a dollar. Um, I'm ha- I'm struggling with recalling a lot of the a lot of the movie without that doesn't have spoiler stuff in it. Because I guess that's what I ended up. I ended I, up not liking it. Let me let me put it that way. The the like twist the twist in the movie. Hang all over the movie giving it a dollar huh <laughs> i feel like you're pulling a harley on this one you're yeah, shitting it all was, because and it's like a one and done like it, it was cool to see it it was cool to see star wars it's 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 just a fun it's like one of those if you watch it you know kind of mindless eh, just for entertainment it's entertaining absolutely entertaining um, it was a fun movie it was a, yeah it was but a- it wasn't like the 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 twist and the plot thing that they were doing. I'm like, ah, I kind of want to say, fuck you. You know, like why you really did that. Yeah. Uh, fine. Whatever. Fine. Have it. But it was cool to see. There are some cool things on the screen. I'll give it that. Mm. Yeah. I remember the last Jedi having that. Like I was like, Ooh, lots of eye candy and stuff. Yeah, but then I can't remember it. a goddamn thing about the story. Yeah. I only watched that once. I know, that's what I was just talking about. Rewatch it to watch yeah, I'm like, I feel like I need to rewatch that before I fucking go out to the theater and spend hard-earned cash. Mm-hmm. I, I, enjoyed it, I, I enjoyed it. It was, like, really fast-paced, and uh, it's a lot of fanfare, which I enjoyed. I mean, they got, you know, they're in the saga, so it was the funniest one of, out of all the Star Wars, I think, even going back to the, the very first ones, I thought. The humor hmm. was really well done. Um, um, yeah, there's some... Aspects of the story I didn't I didn't uh, like, and that's like Tony saying it's very spoilery, so we can't really re- talk about it. But um, overall, I did enjoy them all being together, where the other ones are always separated. So having them all together was always really fun. Like all the um, characters. Uh huh. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I like how they uh, treated Finn in this one. He was a little more badass than the, in the previous ones, so I really enjoyed that. Because um, he's always fucking um, my man in Attack of the Block, so I always wanted to see him like <laughs> right. Me. So, yeah. <laughs> um, and then, um, yeah, I felt like, uh, <coughs> I feel like everybody else did well too. So there's just so many, um, 
cooks in the kitchen, I feel like that um they really mm. couldn't make a a continue like a one whole story. Like say what you say what say what you like to say about the prequels. If they, you know if you don't like them, they, you hate them, whatever. But it's one consistent story, you know. Maybe shit, but at least it's one story through all three of them. With this one, it's not. We're like Ryan Johnson did something in the second one that JJ's got to fix in this one, right? Um, we got to bring back a baddie because the second one's and it's he's gone in the second one, right? How do we fix this? It's like how do we please uh, Kathleen Kennedy, right? How do we please Disney? How do we please the fans? Like it's just yeah. just give us a fucking story. Like now I'm, I'm wishing. We would have just had George Lucas write the story and then have everybody else direct it. You know? Do you? Do you? Would you argue that that's wholly different than the MCU? What as far as like? I mean, obviously, that's a really broad question, and I know your throat's well, terrible. It's, well, it's so, like um. Well, it's like I feel like that's the same problem with all the the Marvel movies. No, is it it's like so well connecting all of them? At though. least MCU has some some text. That has that that it's that I can pull from. This one does feel like it kind of got lost in trying to create mm-hmm. a bigger universe because it mm-hmm. it kind of started with a linear storytelling and and it tried to branch out and it it kind of failed. Yeah, well, it's yeah, and and when you know the the big thing about Force Awakens, you're watching, it's like a rehash of the New Hope, right? Yeah, you had a giant Death Star, you had a Darth Vader looking villain, you had the Empire, you, had, you know, the First Order, so it's like. Kind of already seen this, right? So, um, but this one was just cool. Like it was fast paced. It was really well done. And um, I said with the little minor gripes, I can I can let it go just because I, I did have a good time with it. I watched it with Jeff, who's a big Star Wars fan. Ooh, so I watched yeah. with him. He he and he's crazy because he had just finished seeing Frozen two in the theater, and then immediately after it was over, he stayed in the theater, and me and crew went to the theater, and he. Watch Star Wars. Him and his two kids. <laughs> they sat there and watched two back to back. So, Whoa. and his son is so cute. Mason, he's right next to me. He's like, "This is the best Star Wars movie of all time." I'm like, "Wow, really? What? Okay, cool. I can't wait." So, if you're Mason, if you're a little kid, it's the greatest Star Wars movie of all time. For me, it's it's up there. I had a good time with it. I could easily rewatch this one. You know, um, in fact, I was. It's online now with Korean subtitles. So, and again, okay. I was watching, having a good time with it. So, it's not a bad copy. So. Um, allegedly, um, so yeah, I'm buying it for a dollar. I buy that for a dollar. Your review is significantly better than Tony's dollar. I will say this: there's like a whole rev- there's a whole rating in between Tony's dollar and your dollar. I'm just gonna say, yeah, yeah, mine's a pretty weak dollar. You're, you're sounding like a waste of time. It's boring. It, it it was it was down there. It was like a like a dirty dollar I found on the floor, and I was like, "Yeah, you can have it." Yeah, <laughs> it was in your pants, and you got and you washed them, and you take them out. It's all yeah, jacked it's all up, cr- all crumpled up. Yeah, you can still buy stuff with it. Yeah, it's just not a crisp dollar you just got from the ATM. You know? <laughs> yeah. So yeah. So you know, watch it for yourself, and you know, make up your decision. So the the cool thing is, it is finally the over of the Skywalker saga, right? We can move on. So do some new stories now. Um, because the last episode of Mandalorian was so much fucking fun, and I can't wait to continue that story. And I keep seeing that. So, is there any any word on when season two is coming out on that? Well, it's filming now. So, oh, so like a year from now, maybe. Yeah. Wow. But they also have like a bunch of other shows coming out too. So I mean, it's just you know, just get ready. It's that picture of Mickey Mouse with Thanos glove. All the Infinity <laughs> Stones are all like different movie studios. Essentially, that's it, right? So Disney is taking over the world, son. I know. 
when they have all their movies that made billions of dollars, it's all three of theirs. It's I just saw an article. Oh, yeah, I posted it. Eight of the ten biggest movies of the year. Yeah. Dude, that's bananas. Yeah. And I was going to review um, Knives Out, but I fell asleep towards the end because I wasn't feeling well, so I can't, I can't fully review it. All right. So I'll have to come back to it, yeah. But I think that's it for extras, right? Tony, you're good? Uh, yeah. Well, <laughs> did someone's, someone... Knives Out? Did you already... Yeah, Knives Out with Little Weapon 2, 3, and 4. Okay. Cool. Um... Spoiler, I, I, I think I want to talk to Fonzo about the movie. Uh, if, Harley, do you Wait care? Five minutes. Yeah, about, yeah, yeah. About the I'll give you. Uh, I can give you five minutes. All right. Sure. All right. Uh, Are you keeping this in there, Tony, or not? What's that? Are you keeping this in there or no? Uh, we could keep it. In, you could. We could decide after we after we. I feel like everyone's it. seen it on the on the. Right. Listener. They could decide for themselves if they want That's to skip ahead. Fast forward, yeah. All right. Spoilers he's, now. He, all right. He's muted, so I'm guessing he's gone. Um, okay. The whole uh, Emperor Palpatine coming mm-hmm. back, yeah. like that, did that not rub you the wrong way? That you yeah. you were okay with it? Well, I mean, it's like, like again, Snoke was killed in the second one, right? They had to do damage control. Had to bring another bad guy. Right. Everyone's like, how about we just bring the Pal- Palpatine back? It's kind of shitty, but it you know it, it had to be it, done. It felt right? so shitty that mm-hmm. the rest of the movie for me was like, all right, fine. I just had to like like that's stupid. Yeah. But okay, so, entertain. So me apparently, anyone that gets thrown off a cliff in Star Wars doesn't die. Right. I was so. That's, that's it was. It was like now. they can't. You can't trust anything to be dead now. Mm-hmm. Right. You, they. They. they like the death book. is supposed to be like this permanent, final thing. That's unless like, you're Jedi and then you disappear, then we know you're dead. Right. And then you come back as a ghost, and you can you know, do shit with as a ghost anyway. That's that's true. Right. So really, technically, never dead. Yeah. Right? Yeah, like, it was weird. He looked cool though, with like a big old robot arm behind him. Sure, sure. It like, looked like that's what I seen. Like it looked cool. Like there's a I scene pictured with him, him like riding a, a lightning, surfing all the way back. Up, <laughs> you know. Yeah, I mean, the, the, but yeah, cool I mean, what thing, are they supposed but... to do? Like they 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 had those smoke clones in that tub, you know, just kind of like look here you are, yeah, are clones, just to kind of like you know, because Ryan Johnson fucked them, he killed them off, right. You know? Yeah, so, I mean, yeah, I weird. get it. I get, I get the 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 clusterfuck that 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 was the result of the last movie. But mm-hmm. bringing him back ruins the validity yeah. of just about everything. Shouldn't it, like, shouldn't it's been Kylo the bad guy, the Knights of Ren. You know, there, there could have been they could have done a lot, and that mm-hmm. alone kind of ruined the Star Wars franchise for me. The the, mm-hmm. the Star Wars universe, the SWU. Sure. <laughs> I'm like, yeah. I can't, I can't invest. Anything I don't I don't care because you kill somebody and then you just bring them back later because you fucking want to like mm-hmm. ah, that's what that with Darth Maul in the Clone Wars you know he was such a cool character and it's like same thing he got cut in half he fell down I say oh no he uh, he survived or somebody brought him back to life right, right. yeah and I, I, and that was the other thing too they learned how to bring people back to life like I didn't see Last Jedi so but somebody was telling me that it was talked about it then or even in Episode I, Three I mean I don't remember I didn't that. pick up on it. I didn't pick up on it. It just seemed like, hey, like, oh, Kylo knows how to do it too. Oh, Ray does too. Oh, okay. Right. Oh, the, the, there, there's healing. Yeah. There's there, there's healing and shit, and, and I'm like, yeah, okay. I mean, it's like, 
that seems like something that you would be taught to you and you would learn it. And, and so, so why did all these Jedi in the other movies that we've seen, why didn't they do it if they've been studying way longer than these idiots? Oh, yeah. Only you know, somebody, yeah. there's a lot, there's a lot of things like that, but the whole sure. the emperor bringing him back, that mm-hmm. kind of spoiled it for me for, mm-hmm. and that's why I feel so torn. Cause it was very visually appealing. It was, mm-hmm. it was fun. Yeah. Cause you go back to that throne room and they're playing the classic music from, yeah, you know, Return of the Jedi, and you're like, and by far the best score, like in a long time. This one, it was amazing. Yeah. And John Williams had a cameo. He was the bartender with the robotic eye, which I love. I love shit like that. That's cool. Yeah. And since we're still in spoiler t- territory, yeah, Chewie getting a fucking medal made my fucking night. When he got that medal, I don't give a fuck why. They did it. <laughs> I, I it was just vindication to me. It was just yeah. like he was so fucking happy. Yeah, I was like, I'm happy. Yeah. Like the red Jeff, I was like, "Get the fuck out of here!" No, he got his medal finally. That made me. That made me happy. Uh-huh. So shit like he, that. He deserved kinda, it, man. You know, like he stuck with him. Yeah, he's. Well, he's we thought they... he. We thought he died too. Remember? Uh huh. Right. Yeah. Right. Mm-hmm. Which I was and... like, God damn, y'all fucking up everybody. Even C three PO was great. Yeah, C three PO too. It was fucking funny. <laughs> and then my favorite was Bubba Frick. That little motherfucker. He's like, "Hello." I'm Boba Freak. Oh, the Boba Freak. Yeah, he was cool. Yeah, he was a lot of fun. Was, yeah. Yeah. And I would have loved to see uh, Carrie Russell's character join them, too, with the robot helmet. The girl that gave him that little metal that can go into different um, star bases. Oh, remember, yeah. Remember that yeah. girl? Yeah. So that was Carrie Russell. Oh, I didn't uh-huh. know that. The female Egyptian Daft Punk. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Egyptian <laughs> Daft Punk. I saw her. Awesome. <laughs> Yeah. So that's well, yeah. what I'm saying. The things I like, you know, but he, yeah, I, I get it. Elements that one's I very like. jarring. I get it. Mm-hmm. And that's that's the biggest thing. Mm-hmm. Uh, the whole rise, like it's it, it's supposed to be. And then here's the other part that I kind of like that, that rubbed me the wrong way was it's supposed to be the end of a saga. Yet mm-hmm. Ray now Ray has the Emperor's blood, and she has the Skywalker. She adopted the Skywalker name. So yeah. the how is the saga over? How do you how the fuck how can you say the saga is over when you left this nugget that can continue the saga? Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like mm-hmm. it just uh, it was like if you ended up a saga, just end it, let it die, mm-hmm. let the Skywalker name go. But no, they had to hold on to it, and so it's it's not really over. It was kind of yeah. a cop out to me. Totally, yeah. Like it was cool when they showed her as like an evil one. The dual lightsaber. Ooh, yeah, that, that was kind of cool. Oh, yeah, but that was that was in one of the leaks, though. So right. it wasn't. It, I I forgot that it was in it, but when I saw it, I was like, ah, oh, that's right. I know. I know what this is. This isn't really real. Okay, I just thought it looked cool. I'm like, man, can you imagine if they did something like that? Still looks cool for sure. Mm-hmm. Absolutely, still looks cool. Yeah, and then the kiss. I hated that. Oh, yep, yep. I hated. I was that. like, ah. Everyone's my buddy was like, no, dude. They talk. They they pushed it through Last Jedi all throughout that movie. I was like. I don't give a fuck. I only seen it once, and I still didn't see any chemistry. Nope, they, they had I no felt chemistry. like they were brother and sister the entire time. Yes, yes, exactly. The so, the whatever the the force bond that they were developing over the last two, the eight and nine, mm-hmm. it was definitely more of a brotherly, like sibling yeah. bond yeah. than a romantic yeah. one. It was yeah, not romantic. It's just to please those fucking what is it? The fan fiction. Yes, it's just the it was a or whatever. fan service. That's yeah. Yeah. But when they want two characters together, isn't that fan fiction? Uh, fan. Oh yeah, they call yeah, them yeah. Raylo. <laughs> Fanfare is like it, like what? Fan service get, get is when they purposely put something in a movie just to appease the fans. Mm-hmm. But then there's fan. Yeah, there's something other other mm-hmm. fan thing when 
the fan fiction is when they create their own stories and they shipped them. So what what, what was her name? Raylo. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So cool. All right. I just I just had to had to get that out there. Was, that's the main thing I had. That's the main problem I had with it. All right. So how, how do we tell Harley to come back? Just text him. <coughs> oh yeah, text him. All right. So I think that's it. Did you? Was it you who said Knives Out? Or was it Harley? Which one? Knives Out. I saw, it, but I didn't finish it. I oh, you didn't finish it towards the end, so I didn't. Want, I don't want to review it. You know. Ah, okay. Yeah. Because I had it written down, so yeah. Pop that up. Let's see. All right. Okay, and he's back. You guys get all that shit off your chest. Yeah. 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 Tony feels a lot better now. I feel better. Yeah. <laughs> He changes mind. He's giving it this later. Oh <laughs> damn! Look at this shit. <laughs> I use my Jedi mind tricks yeah, on him. Harley. I wave my hand over the microphone. I was like, "You, you do love this movie, Tony. Oh, yeah, I do love this movie." Dollar get higher or lower? What's that? Did your dollar get higher or lower? No, it didn't change. It didn't. Alfonso, did your dollar get higher or lower? Same. Same. Okay. Yeah. Right. Yeah. So neither one of you convinced the other. No, but we both. We both agreed on what was said, um, but we kept our own rating. So, I guess the the thing that we talked about it affected us, I guess, differently. Yeah. Yeah. All right. So no spoiler. Okay. Yeah. No spoiler. And in the spoiler, we're back. Yep, we're back. Um, So four eighty three. I think. Are we guys? Are you guys ready to get a cracking? Let's get. Yeah. Let's get a cracking. Six Underground. Uh, yeah, I, I saw some little little snippets of this. It's got Ryan Reynolds as the Michael Bay dire- directing it at the helm. So I'm like, let's fuck it, let's do it. Um, and it's on. It was and it was on Netflix. 4K. So that's easy. <laughs> that's that's my that's my bag. That's my wheelhouse. Also, did you watch this on in 4K at home? It looked like it. The little HDR thing comes up on the. Corner, oh right really? Corner of my screen, so I'm like, okay, cool, cool. Hmm. Well, HDR is different than resolution. Yeah, I don't know. It looked good. Oh, HDR, yeah, HDR is a uh... dynamic range is just uh, right. like the the um, what's the word I'm looking for? Contrast of colors is brighter. I get. Yeah. I think if, I, if I'm saying that correctly. Yeah, that's 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 the definition, or that's a good way to put it. Uh. Meet a new kind of action hero, six untraceable agents, totally off the grid. They're buried they they've buried their past so they can change the future. Um Yeah, this thing had like Michael Bay just oozing out of every pore. Like it, it, it was it was everywhere. It had every bay pun over the last twenty years. Everything. Man. Everything was yeah, it's like a like a you know those those toys that you squeeze and like that's got the like the goo that comes out, like a stress ball type thing. That's what it was like. It was just Michael Bay shit, Bay shit just all over this movie. That's what the movie should have been called, Bay shit. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, like every scene had a Bayism in it. Everything. It's like when you get, you know, most roller coasters take forever to, um, you know, you got to go up the big ass hill. 
to yeah. go down and start going. Right. This motherfucker started off in the beginning. You press play, and you're already like leaning back to your seat. You're right. like, oh, yes. Like, yes. what the hell is going on? But it's fun. I'll say this. A lot of those bait tropes do not hold up over time. Oh, see, that's funny you said that because when I was watching it, I got this nostalgic feeling of going to my local video store and buying The Rock and Armageddon and trying to pick up every Michael Bay movie I, I could get and uh, watch those movies over and over again. There were some tropes. I agree with Harley. There there were a few. A few of them where I'm like, ah, that's kind of dumb. It made me think of uh, the, the like the swinging testicle joke from the Transformers. Oh, like, it was like uh, yeah, a, little, right. a little cringy, a little stupid. <laughs> You know what it was too? Yeah, it was like his his shit, but maximum to like a hundred, like a hundred and fifty. Like it was raised. We're like, you got your cool racings, but then you got like people just getting absolutely murdered. Oh my god! Oh, yeah, against like, the wall. There's a woman. Hard. There's a super hot woman carrying a baby. Like okay, yeah, like, super <laughs> right? hot women carrying babies. It's You're never right? like a regular person wearing sweatpants. <laughs> like that. Because every woman dresses up like that. It's only go oh, I love I love Italy. And she's running and it's in slow mo right and they're doing the whole pan and the car's going by and it's like, okay, you know, you're getting you're getting your Michael Bayisms. What they did uniquely in this film that I've never seen in any other movie is bodies are like flying out of cars. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like, mm-hmm. like a level nope. that I've never seen before. Right. Like no, they nobody's wearing seatbelts in this Somebody got a new toy. Yeah, that's what I felt like. Was he got like a new CG toy, and they're like, you know, it's easy enough for me just to do a ragdoll effect on this dead body. <laughs> didn't, you, didn't you like? Weren't you waiting for like a big robot to come down to on some certain screens, oh, certain yeah. scenes? There were like oh, yeah. noises and shit that was being made. You're like, oh, it's a big robot could come in right here, you know, right there. Yeah. But it's perfect. Like, like you said, Michael Bazin. You guys are totally right. I mean, it's. You got the hot young guy, Ryan Reynolds, right? He always does that shit. With Armageddon, right? What's that? He's 45 years old. He's still he, a young man. Yeah, he looks great for his age. He's still young, exactly. So you got that, and then you got to have the fucking hot chick. You got Melly Laurent, fucking Shoshana from Inglorious Bastards. It's already a win right there. Um, But why they got to have the fucking Mexican guy being the, be the dumbass? That, that's all the stereotypes, dude. Those, yeah, that's stereotype. But he was just more dumb than everything, you know? When he fucking put the smile on his mask, and it was like, okay, because to be honest, like the comedy was kind of toned down. Like I was surprised, you know. It's like it's written by two other guys, so I'm thinking maybe he didn't have too much to say because like there were some cringy jokes here and there, but it wasn't like over like in Transformers, where it was like every five minutes, you know. It was yeah. it was no back. So I was like, huh. Well, no, the the, the witticisms by Ryan Reynolds, like like it's like hey, it's just Ryan Reynolds being Ryan Reynolds, like. Yeah, exactly. that's a- I felt like they hired Reynolds and then they were like, all right, just, I mean, it's like, it's like ironically with bad boys one and two, you have two incredibly talented actors. I mean, Martin Lawrence ain't the most talented actor, but he's a very talented comedian and they let them riff. And so you get this charisma and we can talk about that in the next movie that we review, Mm -hmm. but Reynolds is a one liner machine like he could do stand-up like he's incredibly charismatic the problem is he doesn't have any chemistry with anybody and the movie's chock full of other actors try to do a half-fast story with a with that with that chick and that kid later on yeah but it's just kind of like so bad that was so forced you know like it's like movie's almost over you know throw this in now (laughs) yeah They got the young guy that did parkour just to have another member. You know, I like a ragtag. That's cool. You know, I've always mentioned yeah. that. You know, 
So I'm thinking like, okay, have a guy doing crazy parkour, but then have Michael, Michael Bay behind the camera. It's like, dude, come on. And also, who's Michael Bay's DP? Because, I mean, he, they always make his movies look beautiful, right? They get the rich I mean, locales. Everything's super wealthy, and and he's gonna blow shit up, which is amazing. And I always million. love the military porn. He always has the latest military oh, tech. Yeah. He's just like shit. he's just like GI Joe, right? He just he's an in with all the military guys. He's a forever fifteen year old. Yeah, he's a guy that's fucking um um kid was mashing cars when they were a kid, and yeah. now he gets to do it for real life. And he's fifty four. He is what fifty four years old. He might be fifty four, but he's fifteen in heart. And, that's uh, great. You know, and when you and when you mention Coco in the movie, that's always a win too. So yeah, they had a lot of references. There was a ton. Oh, that yeah. was the one thing. Yeah, yeah. Which is a little Movies, like, even uh, like okay, Eminem, the movie, Eminem right? like yeah, they had music. They I I like the the oh, soundtrack. Man. Yeah, there was a lot a lot of my my kind of music. Yeah, that's what I was. I was gonna say. I'm like, what the fuck is Imagine Dragon? Fucking the soundtrack to this movie. It's like what the fuck. It was all over the place, but it was consistent, I guess, in that that genre. So, <laughs> but I had fun with it, man. I was enjoying it, you know. I mean, it's just like this guy's like uh, he keeps referring to himself as Batman, but he does have a Batcave, you know. Mm-hmm. He's right. Kind of Batcave, and he's just this billionaire, and it's like. So I'm thinking to myself, okay. So in order to save the world of like it's crazy terrorists and villains, all we need is a parkour guy, a billionaire, <laughs> a hitman. A driver and what else? Like you know, and and the former CIA agent. I'm like, cool, done. You know, only in Michael Bay's world. So, uh, if you look on the Wikipedia, it says in May 2018, it was reported that Netflix would distribute the film for what they intended to be a new action franchise with Ryan Reynolds starring in the lead role. So you can see that obviously it sets it up for lots of sequels, um, and it's just. It's just the, uh, you know, you have all these characters. The you know, I mean, the next one is yeah, how is this any different than what the um, um, Fast and Furious franchise has turned into? I, I can't see a, a big yeah. difference. Yeah, I agree. This movie is interchangeable in that regards. I mean, like you said, it has all the bayisms, the the military porn, the the over the top. On, on IMDb, it's a six underground actor. Ben Hardy talks about the Bayham. Yeah. Movie. So it's Bayham. So <clears throat> I don't I don't want to mislead the viewers on my review of this movie because I was bored to shit with it mm. because it was one of the worst scripts ever. There's no script. There's no story. It's like it's a hodgepodge of like. And I was trying to follow like the first hour too. I was like really trying to pay attention. Hodge and I was of like, action scenes. What's that? The hodgepodge of action scenes. Like it's just oh, it's yeah. it's literally what Michael Bay has been doing for the last twenty years. Like in and obviously, unfortunately, if you look at his his discography, even though that's not accurate, filmography, the last twenty years has been dominated by Transformers films. Now we've seen Bay is is in the top like three action directors that can stitch principal photography and CG action 
I, I can't really think of anybody that does it better. Maybe Christopher Nolan in today's day and age, but from just a sheer action standpoint, the Transformers movies are no different. Now, obviously, if you go back into his earlier works, you know, the Bad Boys, I don't know, Bad Boys 1 probably doesn't have any CG, but even Bad Boys 2, um, uh, uh, what's the one with Ewan McGregor? The Island. I mean, tons of practical effects with really well done CG to kind of fill in some voids. But this guy is an old school director who loves blowing shit up, right? I mean, you were talking about it reviewing the lethal weapons. I mean, I I guarantee you he's got all the lethal weapon fucking posters on his wall because he loves that shit. That's his shtick. And he does it very well. And in this movie is no different. There's a lot of really good practical effects with seamlessly integrated CG. It makes for an awesome music video for like 15, yes. like short, yes. like action shorts. But this is a two hour long movie with an hour and a half of action and 30 minutes of apps of the scenes in between with Ryan Reynolds making bad jokes. I'll give him this, this much. He's he's incredibly talented, and, and I chuckled at several of his jokes. Several, not just one or two, but several, probably four. The problem is, is nothing that what's stitching all these action scenes together. There's no, there's no. The glue is is there. It's not. It's not sticky. <laughs> you know. I mean, like I think the Mission Impossible franchise has done a pretty good job in the last couple of years where it's the same thing. These big action set pieces stitched together with world-ending, you know, plot. But I feel like it's just done a little better. This one, they ignored that. They were like, okay, what should the plot be? And Michael Bay was like, I'm fucking directing it. That's what the plot is, motherfucker. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> and you got Ryan Reynolds. Well, and I think that's where it, it, it deviated from most of the modern action uh, tropes the pattern that they follow is that it's world ending this one wasn't world ending this wasn't a, this wasn't about saving the world i can't even remember what it was about it, it uh, they the their their goal is to get bad people that's it they want to they want to get bad people and they just wanted to take this one bad dictator in i don't even know where Tangistan or something and uh and replace them with a good one <laughs> like a like a, a, a that's that's all they wanted to do like uh his brother was the good guy and and they just like okay we need to figure out a way to get the, the uh, create a coup yeah yeah right and, that, and that's it and that's it like it was it was just this tiny country that was being overrun by this dictator yeah. and that's that's all that, that's the, and so when you mentioned that they were trying to do a franchise, like, ah, that kind of explains why it was yeah. not large scale. Cause they want to save the large scale world fighting for That's another great. one. Right. Yeah. Um, so I guess that, that part makes cause that is something that that's like, everybody's doing It's like, Oh, I got to save the world, save the world, save the world. It's like, no, fuck. This is just a tiny little country that they're, they're doing a, a quick little mission, you know, just to get their feet wet type thing. Um, and they were practically in over their heads, uh, but yeah, I didn't have a problem with the plot. I I, I was following it pretty okay. Um, they it's had to completely forgettable. I mean, you're right in the sense of when I was watching it, I was like, okay, that's cool. They got the brother. And it's like, yeah, all right. 
Oh, that guy's jumping I from don't building know, man, to Because like, so so like, they had to get rid of the dictator. In order to get rid of the dictator, they had to get rid of his generals first. So that right. was the first thing they had to do is they get get rid of all the generals. And then in, I mean, I'm probably spoiling, but you can't spoil this movie because it's just for fucking action, right? So like, you get my director, what's <laughs> there to spoil? Uh, yeah, so spoiler, shit blows up. Um, no. You get rid of the 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 generals, and then like they're next in line. The dictator was like, "All right, you guys are all the next in line," and then he just kills them because <laughs> he's like, "How am I going to trust the people who benefit the most from all my generals dying?" I was like, "Shit, I didn't think about that." That kind of makes sense. All right, <laughs> let's let's go. Like, I guess I was into it. I, I was I was following along just fine, and still bobbing my head up and down to the music as the cars were crashing and titties were bouncing. So, I had a good time. Fonzo, um, yeah, same thing, dude. Like I said, coming back to the reason why I liked them in the first place. You know, the young dumb kid want to see some cool. Car chasing before anybody else was doing it, so flashy like he has, um, you know, before all the CG. And now that he's got all these new toys, he can uh, he can go even crazier, which he did, which was nuts, with even flying planes and everything. So the story was easy, man. He just follows some terror. Like, what do you expect from a Michael Bay movie? Like, no, you're right, absolutely. Story, like, that's what I'm I understand. So when no, I'm, no, watching I this, I, I'm, I'm watching a Michael Bay movie, yeah, what I'm do you expect? What I got, and I enjoyed it. So, you know. I, you're you're totally valid in your point, and that is, you know, what are you expecting? <laughs> Go into Michael Bay, you know, directs Ryan Reynolds, who is high, you know, is the most successful rated R comic book character of all time because he's raunchy. And their Netflix is like, hey, here's 150 million dollars. Even it says action adventure comedy, like do whatever the fuck you want. But for me, it's boring because there's nothing original. And even the action. I mean, literally, the only original action thing I can think of is the bodies, is the ragdoll. But I can get that in fucking Grand Theft Auto. Like, that doesn't, that doesn't, like, that's not worthy of my two hours is ragdolling bodies kind of thing. And so for me, it's just, there's nothing original. And you could make an argument for the action isn't any better than a dozen other movies, including some of his own movies, you know? And so, uh, you know, to, to sit down and be, to be worthy of my two hours of time, you have to engage me for a solid two hours and not eight minute intervals. I mean, I, mean, I hate to say it, but it's like, you know, again, it's that YouTube generation. If you want me to sit down and watch something for two plus hours, it has to be a cohesive narrative. And this Man, one doesn't have it. It's, like, well, it's not trying to have a cohesive narrative. But, but it did, though. Like, the more you talk, the more I like this movie. <laughs> <laughs> they, so they explained the billionaire, right? I love podcasts. The more you talk, the more I like this movie. <laughs> Yeah, they make it so simple with like they, yeah, they don't so, even name them, they give them numbers. So so right. Mm. So so the premise is that, so we've got this billionaire and he made his money being a really good inventor. He loved magnets <laughs> and he and he like pretty much all the techno- all modern technology has some form of his his invention in it. That's mm-hmm. how he made his billions, but he kept himself undercover, like just he was just the inventor and sold it off to other people to be spotlighted and highlighted. So nobody right. knows who he is, right? He's just made right. a ton of money behind the scenes cool and then uh 
and and then he realized that in order to change to change the world to be able to do things uh yeah yeah we got to you got to be dead right so mm-hmm. it, there's another scene in the movie where someone mentions like cuz that's the premise of the movie is that these these people uh untraceable agents the reason they're untraceable is cuz they all faked their own deaths but now that they're dead you can't trace them to anything one of the one of the, the CIA lady somewhere in the second third of the, of the movie um, she explained that we normally can trace people because of their connections. They talk to their family. They talk to their friends. They they do there's somehow they're connected to the world. We can't trace these people because they stay off. They they have nobody to talk. They're already they they can't talk to people. That was like the the yes, the rules. That they, there's no trace. Right. So they can't. They're not talking to people. They're not talking to family. So they can't really trace them. And that's so it allows them to do the things that they did in the movie. Um, and, 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 but you're right. Except that's the one who kept seeing his mom. Right. He just kept seeing his mom. Right. So that's, that, maybe they're going to play that up in the, in another movie or something. But the, the, my point is that they kind of just glossed over that real quick and then moved on. And I was okay with it. I was like, yeah, all right. I'll buy that. <laughs> Mm-hmm. Why not? An inventor turned billionaire. He wants to be a a, a philanthropist. Well, Harley, yeah, Harley. Uh, uh, he's a philanthropist. On boring action. I know. I am like so <laughs> grandpa You're Martin. Oh man, yeah, and and, it, so and that's something that like is kind of original. I mean, I, the 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 premise of you know being a a, a vigilante um, isn't original. And that's going around, but they're not going around crime fighting. They're going out hunting people like they're hitmen. Twelve-year-old Harley would have loved you know? this. Absolutely. Well, okay. So, actually, I'm so you glad you brought that up. Method or I'm so glad you brought that up, Fonzo. When I was watching the movie, I thought to myself, the quality of movies has gotten better, right? In the sense of what this movie's trying to do, right, is be an action movie. To make the studios money. In this case, it's to make Netflix money. Or actually, I don't even think Netflix is trying to make money anymore. They're just trying to fucking get subscriptions. I, I don't know how it works. I don't, I'm fucking stupid. So, the goal of this movie was, you know, get an action director, get one lead actor, throw some fucking, you know, some whatever, spy shit, and and make a fun popcorn flick that you would go to the theater. This is the kind of movie you'd go to the theater. How is that any different than any of the Stallone Schwarzenegger movies from the eighties? I mean, we're going to review lethal weapon, right? How's that any different than any of those movies? It's not, it is though. They were just one guy. This is well, okay. So lethal weapon. Yeah. In that case, it's, this is the buddy cop film and, and that's you're right. That's different, but die hard. Right, there's not a buddy cop. Long, That's long just guy. him by himself. Right. Yep. So Commando, all this Commando, all these are all these are all solo hero movies. Right. They're made solely to make money for the studios. They're not original from a screenplay standpoint. You know, fucking love Command. I mean, you know, uh, Total right, Recall is yeah, unique. Okay. Well, are you going to talk about this for thirty minutes? You didn't like it. Let's move. All on. right. All right. No. No. no fair enough. Yeah. So. So. But my point is this, and I'm saying this about movies as a whole in general. Right. We, we watch those movies. We love those movies because we're 12 years old when we see them. And it's, you know, suspension of disbelief. And it takes us out of our lives, our boring lives, blah, blah, blah. This movie is phenomenal compared to those movies. 
from a subjective like quality standpoint like editing you know the action of course is is you can't even compare it the action is so much better what it is is for me if i want to watch a popcorn film i go back to those movies because i've seen them i love them i know the beats they are they're reminiscent of my childhood i am not a child anymore and therefore candy doesn't taste good to me like it did when i was 12 years old so all the and callers now whenever we pick a movie like this they're gonna know exactly what yeah exactly it's funny because he, he's yelling about originality and he says oh no i want to go back to the class there is no originality and so yeah. if i want to watch but that, you don't but want like, originality that's what you're just saying you saying you don't want originality if you no, want I desperately if you want, want to be a, if you want to be a 12 year old you go to your roots you go to your 80s movies yeah that you've seen already to, if you already know. You know what's going to happen. You know the beats. There's nothing original in that because you already want, know it. If I want to be a forty year old, I want to find something original. No one wants to hear a forty year old talk about movies. <laughs> There's like six people <laughs> that listen to this podcast, and we're all damn near forty, or we're, we're forty 41. plus. Yeah, yeah. So. Fonz is forty one. I'm forty, and you're fucking. I'm pretty sure Arden wants to know what I think. I'm pretty sure Donaldo wants to know what Harley thinks. Yeah, exactly. So, anyways, I got a waste of time. Yeah, no shit you do. <laughs> that would be a waste of time. But it's I way better. It's way better than Commando, and I give Commando a Slater. <laughs> yeah, figure that out, people. <laughs> what? Keep <laughs> oh, that shit out. I don't make no sense. How is that even what? Everything, everything is rated on a curve. No, you know, no. that's not a curve. That's like a black hole. <laughs> good job tony <sighs> all right um aye, aye, aye. So i give it a do- i give it a high dollar I'm, I'm gonna go back and watch it and watch i'm gonna turn this into a slater until now it's just a dollar he's gonna give it a high dollar so someone can oh, get that bet on it they can point. bet high dollar just to be clear all yes, right. sir. there it is okay. high right. dollar dollar waste of time got it oh boy all right here we go let's see how they did this is Savage Scott, and it's time to play everyone's favorite guessing game. Who the fuck is Reggie? With your contestants, Angie from Fallbrook. My name is Angie. Reed from the NZ. Reed here. Art from Cali. Art from Cali. Donaldo. This is Nalo. And let's welcome our newest contestant, Evan from San Marcos. My name is Evan. And you, if you leave a message with your picks at 442-444-0742. Good luck, everyone. So the, um, I'll give the, since this is kind of uh, what we do, uh, I'll give the the numbers right now. Uh, We got Evan at 13. Remember, there's kind of an asterisk next to that because he did miss a whole first week. Uh, He's got 13. Uh, Reed and Art are tied at 16. Donaldo's at, oh, excuse me, Angie's at 17. And Big King Dingling, D, it's got 18. But as, as my, my young and, as my young Padawan once said, D, you're screwed. Cool. Let's see how bad. <laughs> 
no reason for Gee Willikers, Batman, it's me, Bert Ward, Robin calling again. And uh, I know that piece of shit motherfucking Harley. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> you know, like my accent, but it's clearly different from Mark's accent because I'm talking like this. I'm not talking really quick. Whatever. Congratulations on your fucking new job, cocksucker. But anyway. <laughs> I gave him the point already. It's good. <laughs> Talking about uh, six underground picked by MCP, another fucking asshole. And I'm gonna say, I'm gonna say this is a fun movie. I'm gonna say everyone liked it. I'm not gonna bet any money yet. Like that dude Evan Smith, who uh, I'm pretty sure he can't help but bet. Don't bet thirty three. Let's see. All right, that's done. I'm done with that accent. Fuck that accent. No point for that one. I get it. I get. He <laughs> <laughs> totally had it too. Get it. Anyways. Six Underground looks crazy, fucking vigil. I, I don't know. This is like a a superhero type movie from what I've read. I'm gonna say straight. I'm gonna say I'm gonna say a dollar. I'm gonna say MCP isn't. He doesn't like it the story, but he is amazed and stunned by the fucking uh, special effects. I'm gonna say uh, same thing with Homeboy Fonzo. I'm gonna say it's our boy Michael Bay down by the bay where the watermelons grow. He likes it. And Harley creates me. And I just want to say congratulations on a new job. I'm going to hit you up on the solar panels when you get cut in. I'm going to say you gave a dollar straight up. D's nuts for Harley on six. Wait, I'm confused. Straight up D, D's nuts on. So does that mean it's a certified D? Is that what you're saying? Yeah. All right, cool. All right. He almost had the accent, but he couldn't keep it. He couldn't do the white guy accent. The rated R uh, uh, Robin. That would have been good. But he does get two out of the three. Puts him up to 18. Is it Lenny's birthday, Tony? Oh, shit. Uh, uh, Tuesday. Tuesday? New Year's Eve. Oh, Oh, you guys are just celebrating today? Yeah, we just had the family party today. Spoiler alert, sorry. (laughs) All right, next. Orale, cabrones. It's me. Um, I am... uh... Making my call for the week. Um, I just realized today was Sunday, thanks to Donaldo. I am all screwed <laughs> up. I don't know what day it is. Um, but uh, for the homework, six underground, I'm going to say Alfonso's going to give it a dollar. Harley's going to give it a low dollar. Uh, I'm reading the oh, storyline's kind of hokey. And MCP is going to give it a waste of time. Oh. <sighs> She had it backwards. Oh, got it backwards. Yeah. I just put her tied up with our. Keep playing the call if she keeps going. Sorry, I interrupted. And then. Nope. nope. No and then. All right. No. No and then. <laughs> she didn't. She didn't scream at her husband on that. On that one. The next yeah. one. Okay. Well, she refrained. She said. Oh yes, yes. Yeah. She, what did she, you think did, about my idea, Tony? Alfonso, whatever the fuck your name is. <laughs> wait, who are you uh, talking? I, I still don't know who you're yeah. talking to. I know both of you, obviously. You okay, what's your idea? Podcast, if you want, having her say, "I'm on the phone," oh, and like twenty different accents, and all the accents, <laughs> and all the accents, and all the and and all. She can even throw in some fucking languages. I don't give a fuck. And then you stitching it together and having like a 20 second clip of her just saying, I'm on the phone. <laughs> That'd be entertaining. That would be fucking. It'd be a whole episode be just by itself, just on loop. 
Yeah, right. That would be the title of that week's podcast. Oh, you could you could you could uh, uh, rip, box it up in a little plastic and just sell it, and people would buy it so they can say I'm on the phone and any language they want. Like, how does a digital lady say it? Oh boy! Oh shit! Let's find let's find digital lady. <laughs> I guess we're gonna find out, kids. Digital lady, where you at? Let's see. Do we want Sharon? Heather? Have the, Gab- have the Gabriella? Size. Yeah, all three. Why not? I'm on the phone. Oh, I have my speed down. <laughs> <laughs> He's still got the Donaldo tempo. I'm on the phone. No, that was okay, how about good. Karen? I'm on the phone. No. no. Mm. There's, a, there's a little more bass in her voice, but mm. not enough. I'm on the phone. No, that was some yeah. gay shit. I need, I need some Angie. I am on the phone. Yeah, you get scared. I'm right? on the phone. See? No, yeah, sweet. it's not the same. No. All right. I need Angie to do this. Yeah, let's see. Spanish. Maybe some German. That's a. How about uh, Bertha? I am on the phone. <laughs> see? Yeah, Harley loves that right there. Oh yeah. I am on the phone. <laughs> We'll just speed it up, you know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> all right, all right. Uh, did you yeah, say right, say her score? Who else we got? All right. Good evening, bad boys. This is Big D here calling for disrespects. But before that, I just want to say, hope you all had a merry Christmas and I hope you all have a happy New Year. Okay, under the picks, uh, six underground. Mm, this is a really tough week to make picks because. I'm really undecided, but I'm just going to give it my best shot. I think Tony will give it a wait to time. Mm. Fonzo will give it a dollar. Mm. And Harley will give it... Uh... <laughs> <laughs> just broke character. Oh, shit. <laughs> you, you're welcome, Harley. You oh, were doing God. so good, too, with that accent. Oh, God. 25 year of life? <laughs> It's the most oh, racist well, accent Harley will ever. Give it, Harley will give it... Uh, Harley will give it... Uh, wait, wait, slow that down, Tony. <laughs> oh, exactly God. what I was going to do. Oh, no, oh, no, oh, no. Oh, shit, it's happening. I, I got to leave. I can't. I can't. I'm going to die. <laughs> um, you asked for it. Uh-uh, uh-uh. <laughs> Never mind. No, don't do it. Yeah. <laughs> Come on. Harley will give it. Uh... <laughs> I feel like we have a. Harley <laughs> will give it. Uh... I feel like we have a sixth competitor on the on the game. <laughs> yes. <laughs> uh... Damn. Okay. <sighs> Speed, normal speed. Continue. <laughs> I think you'll give it a waste of time. So yeah. Hey, good job, D. Uh, le- if, hey, look at that. Yeah. All right. If only you had gotten Tony. I would have totally lit. Well, yeah, I don't know. No, nope. Tony, you're nope. a tough sell. Sometimes uh-huh. you like to give this shit a waste of time. Sometimes you like to give yeah. it high dollars. Yeah. This started off as a low dollar for me. 
Like I was, all, it was like borderline. Like, and then I started talking. And then you started talking. I was like, wait, yeah, no, this shit's good. <laughs> <laughs> I'm upset how predictable I am. Nobody ever fucking struggles with me. <sighs> I'm like easy guaranteed points for everybody. So, uh, yeah. so D just scored three points because. Mm. So that's a strong. He's still in the lead with 21. Mm-hmm. Two more. Two more to go. All right, here we go. Next. Hey, bad boys, right here. Uh, on holiday, obviously. Just uh, driving around, so. With Jim. With Jim. Yay! Uh, hey, so we're on the, <laughs> the nice. speaker. Um, right, six underground. Haven't heard good things. I think Harley will give it a waste of time. I think yes. Tony will give it a waste of time. And I think. Just because it's an action film, Fonzo will give it a dollar. Didn't I just say how predictable I was? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Knocked it out the park and explained to everybody exactly why. Jesus Christ! <laughs> He's got me down too, though. You know. Yeah. And like I said, I mean, I would have typically said. Tony, when I was watching this, I was like, "Tony's gonna give this." Twenty twenty, I'm fucking shit up. I'm gonna fucking. Just, You're gonna. Just, I, I think. I think. I'm gonna program and not even watch anything. <laughs> whatever. I think there was an aspect of, hey, if I become an inventor and I could become a billionaire, maybe I could do this too. <laughs> this is a, how all billionaires like think that they can do with their money. Mm-hmm. You know, you know. I'll say this to get serious again, just for thirty oh, seconds. Here we go. Just thirty seconds, motherfucker. Oh, Literally on. hit the stopwatch. Hey, you said you wanted a break from talking, so oh. just give me the give me the mic. My ears hurt now. Let me take it away. <laughs> turn turn the game. Just trouble on your think thing. Thirty seconds, right? <clears throat> the problem is, is the movies are are they're like super sweet candy, right? Like as you're eating it, you're like, oh, this is really good. And then when it's over, you're like, I just want some more candy. Like that last piece, I can't even remember what it tasted like. It was sweet. I know what sweet tastes like, so I just want some more. So I just go and get some more candy. And then that's the next movie on Netflix. And because we live in this world where we're just fucking, oh, shit. Damn. Time's up. But, but Tony, I, I, I usually like original candy, not so much yeah, yeah, new no. candy. So I always go back to the old candy. The old candy. You know what I'm saying? Uh-huh. Right. Yeah. Duvaline. Yeah, I go back to the, the, the classics. Exactly. The old classics. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Taking it back to the old school. Because mm-hmm. you're an old fool. There you go. We got one more, right? Yep, one more. Yep. Hey, there, bad boys. This is a, your favorite white boy, Evan, with the review for the steaming a pile of shit. Six underground. Now, I say you're going to agree with me. This is a big steaming pile of mierda. I say all three of you are going to agree with me. And I will uh, double down on your <laughs> thing. I don't think he knows something. <laughs> He hasn't played this game long enough. And I can just hear Art laughing right now. <laughs> <laughs> Art, Art, laugh. Art, Art laugh. 
Art, yes, Art laughs like a Bond villain. Mm-hmm. Like he's rubbing his hand together. Yeah. Like, Whoa. <laughs> oh, oh man. shit! I'll be best thirty-three. Yeah, right. <laughs> I give it a two points, a two point bet because we're allowed to gamble, and this and this MCP says I love to gamble. Told you. Unfortunately, you gambled the wrong way. Oh, so wait, and did he, he double downs he on down. three piles of shit? Yeah. Two points. So he lost three points. And then another two points. And then a negative two. Mm. Let me let me get my calculator. Three, four, five. Now, that was an outstanding accent. Mm-hmm. That accent was so good. Mm. For accuracy, I'm gonna give him two points for the accent mm. because it, it, it's not accents like funny accents. It's accents like I feel like I'm in the country, right? All right. So that two points for the accents neg- going to negate the negative two that he gambled, which means he only lost three points, and being only had thirteen, mm. he is now down to. 10 points. You're going to ruffle some people's feathers. Oh, I I'm can gonna, hear headphones. Oh, yeah. Slam oh, yeah. against no. the wall already. <clears throat> Harley, you should wait till next year with that kind of bullshit. Okay, so <laughs> Evan. it up now. I need Evan to mute his headphones right now. Mute his, his speakers. I'm a, 30 seconds for the less, rest, rest of the listeners. He's not going to win anyways, so don't <laughs> worry about it. <laughs> I'm giving him points. To keep him playing, okay? We want more. We want more people to play. And if he's too far behind, I fear he might not continue to play. He's got a, like a like an infant, one of those shitting, spitting, throwing upping little things, and so he's busy, right? But we want to keep him, keep him part of the bad boys family, and so uh, I'm going to give him an extra bonus point for that accent. And it's it's an outstanding art. I mean, come on now. You you talk loud and you curse, but and you got fully petite. But come on, I mean Evan has done the Irish. I mean, I'm almost going to write it down. The accents are so good. He's got ten points. Okay, Donaldo's got twenty one. Art and Reed have eighteen, and so does Angie. Mm. Okay. <laughs> well, there you go. What a ride. Mm-hmm. At least I got the title of the podcast out of that. There you mm-hmm. go. What did I say? <laughs> Throwing upping. Oh, there you go. <laughs> Fonzo, you picked Lethal Weapon. I did, yeah. Extra credit, like I said. One of the... Christmas theme, but not you know your basic Christmas theme movies. Yeah. Um, very beginning, get Jingle Bell Rock. We get an action scene in a, a lot full of Christmas trees. Shane Black loves his Christmas. You can tell it's always yeah. like, running theme in all his movies. Two he must have been characters. young when he made when he when he wrote this. Oh yeah. I'll look it up. We'll look 1997 it up. action crime thriller. Yeah. Two he was newly paired cops who are complete opposites must put aside their differences in order to catch a gang of drug smugglers. Now, we've seen the buddy cop movies before. I'm guessing 48 Hours was done before this. 
and then we've seen it a hundred times more after this. But I'm gonna say this is probably the creme de la creme. This is like this gets it right. Fucking Riggs and Murtaugh, I can watch them anytime. Their relationship is is unbelievable. I, I just fucking love these guys. I want to hang out with them all the time. You know, and I and I rival Riggs versus McLean, man. Like Riggs is fucking nuts, dude. He's crazy for sure. Yeah, Forty Eight Hours came out in 1982. Yeah, see, but it wasn't yeah. you know. At first, I was like, "Oh, he's not crazy. He just, he just, he just took a spoonful of or a knife full of coke. He's just coked up. <laughs> he's coked nah, up. he's not crazy." And then the rest of the movie happened. I was like, "Shit, he's crazy." No, he's crazy. Yeah. <laughs> he helped a homeboy jump off the building. Yeah. Like, yeah, Gary Busey's in as a bad guy. My man Tom Atkins shows up too, which fucking popped yeah. me. Which I thought that was rad. Um, and like I said, um, all the other guys who that are in it, like I said. The doctor, um, the kids are all the same kids in all the movies, which I find amazing too. Um, I like how they have no shame of uh, interrupting his bath to bring a birthday yeah, cake to that, him. What the <laughs> fuck? And then isn't the next one he's sitting on a toilet? It's about to blow up. Yeah, yeah. But in part four, they do it again when he's about to retire. The wife comes in, put the towel over his junk, and just go in there. It's no big deal. They're all family. That's funny. Um, yeah, dude. When I watched this, I was like, "This is a fucking great movie. This is so much fun." I was having such a blast. Like I said, I I, I went through the whole filmography <laughs> watching them. So, um, I don't want to spoil my review earlier, but this is a fucking Slater, man. This is so much fun. I love this movie. That was a fucking movie. <coughs> I I struggled a little bit, to be honest with you. Um, it. I don't know why, because like you said, like all the things about it, I enjoyed like, um, you know, Mel Gibson, Martin Riggs is great. I love the the scene where he's buying the Coke and you know, he's pulling out the cash and the guy's like, what are you talking about, man? It's 200,000 K. Like it's got all those eighties, like kind of tropes. I like Gary Busey. Gary Busey's crazy enough. They got the flame and he's burning his arms and, and Danny Glover's really good. Um, again, I, I go off for this shit me too i guess yeah yeah of course this is the this yeah, is the beginning of that yeah i got it yeah i guess i struggled a little bit with um kind of the the script from this like i felt like the plot was a even for 80 standards a little lazy like there was the kind of one plots the twist with with um atkins character and so i thought that was okay like i was like oh that's right you know um, but then it's like, and I, I didn't care for the, the, the fight, the fight out at the end. I thought it was a little cheesy. I don't know. It just didn't register with me. Um, um, there wasn't any like standout action scenes that really are that memorable kind of thing. Um, obviously it's early, it's, you know, it's 80, so it's all practical effects. So it's fun. You know, it's rated R. So we're like, we're having a good time in that regards. And, um, the, the, the humor works, you know, I like when they're sitting on the boat. Um, yeah. The, the movie works. It's fun. It's, it's like you were saying, it's, it's, uh, you know, it's that buddy cop it's done well. Um, yeah, that's I like, like the, f- the, the. It's their chemistry that really sells it. Really yeah, it. two very talented actors yeah. on screen, and 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 ironically, this is kind of what I was getting at, uh, or my curiosity, uh, Fonzo, is this is the origin story of these two. They don't meet, but twenty minutes into the movie, right? right? 
And so we we learn, you know, when Danny Glover's like, you ain't trying to get a paycheck. You really are crazy, you know? And so, like, I enjoyed that. We get that development. So how well does the second and the third and the fourth one work? when we know that these two are already brothers, right? They, I mean, we, it, it, I, I would say that's the strength of the film is the story arc of the relationship between these. This is whatever the, the, the sort of uh, the trope of, of cops, right? The, the, I, we all bleed blue kind of thing. And so, you know, there's no race. Nobody gives a shit about that. When you're on the job and you got each other's back, you have to trust each other, you know, and, and that's part of the script. It's, it's, you know, you save my life kind of thing. And, um, and so I, I enjoyed that. I think that's the strength of the film is, is that, that arc of these two characters, um, and how they go from obviously completely different ends of the spectrum. But then at the, at the end, they're like, they both hate the wife's cooking and, and now they're, you know, ride together, die together kind of thing. And I enjoyed that. I enjoyed that a lot. The story of, of Gary Busey and the bad guy from the general and shit, like, I don't know, that doesn't hold up so well. And I think some of the eighties movies, um, the, you know, again, like go back to true lies. Like that's some wild shit. That's some convoluted. Granted, that's a sci-fi flick, but but these are movies that I'm going to go back to the eighties kind of thing. I think some of the scripts, some of the storylines, some of the bad guys are a little more fleshed out um, than in this one. Uh, but I'm curious. And I, I would, I would, I would genuinely re- happily revisit the sequels. Like you did Fonzo. When you, when you said I watched all the ones back to back, I was like, Oh damn, I'm jealous of having that time kind of thing. I'd love to sit down and grind through those movies. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, it's a good talk for sure. Yeah, we don't have bad boys if it wasn't movies like this. You know? <laughs> without a doubt, without a doubt. Mm-hmm. Yeah, um, yeah, I agree. The story arc is what carries it. Like you're right, the the action scenes not memorable. Uh, not. When I when I think yeah. about the movie, I think about their their chemistry and how how it develops. Um, yeah, know, the, the little the little jabs. The suicidal jabs, like, hey, you want me to drive? He's like, uh-uh, <laughs> you're suicidal. Uh, and to the point when he, he re- reveals himself, like he said, uh, to being actually crazy. Um, that, that's that's what really sells the movie. Uh, the rest of it is is just filler. Is someone peeing? I know. What the no, fuck? no, I'm, I'm putting water in a cup. Sorry. <laughs> Sorry. I, I actually feared that that might show up, but I was like... <laughs> Yeah, you didn't meet your mic so well. I got a piss bucket on the podcast. Well, we get such a great, like, acting chops from Mel Gibson, too. He's got stuff and he's his wife. I'm like, this is the beginning. I'm like, damn, man, this is heavy. And I love the camaraderie. I love how they, Danny Club walks him into his family and he's part of the family and and the shows and the the sequels, too. Um, Like, he comes over in the sequels and he does his laundry there, you know? (laughs) Um, And the fucking house gets fucked up throughout all the movies, which is hilarious. Poor Danny Glover's house. That shit just gets fucked up, fucked up, and fucked up. Um, same with his wife's car. I love the bashing of this. Yeah. I just love these two. Like I said, once you watch the other ones too, their camaraderie gets even better and better. I just love the, you know, the loose cannon one and they get the straight age one, you know. Yeah, yeah. He's when he's trying to retire, you know. Mel just doesn't know what he's going to do. But I love that the secret of, like, the, the special forces background that Mel had, you know. Like, he's, like, an amazing sniper, you know. And uh, he can just hold his own, right? Oh, it's certainly yeah. been done again and again since then. Right. 
you know, but this one is, it feels, you know, and you watch this in 1987, it felt original. It felt, you know, mm-hmm. kind of thing. So, dude, when yeah. you get to use uh, Three Stooges tactics, dude, I'm all over oh, you know, I fucking <laughs> yeah. love it, you know. That's it's funny. Great. Yeah. So, yeah, dude, it's, it's such a good time, man. I fucking loved it. <laughs> I, I don't, um, there was one scene where I thought, Oh, that was that was painfully bad writing. Where he's like, "Oh shit, he knows where I live now." But didn't they just kidnap your daughter from the house and left you a note at the house? So, but now you're like, "Oh shit, they know where I live." Like, yeah. you know what I'm talking about? I was like, "What?" Uh, I think so, that he the um, Mel Gibson Riggs didn't know that he knows. Or he was just communicating, "Hey, they know where I live. We got, uh, we gotta go." It wasn't that they know now. It was that we got to go because they, they know where I live. Yeah, okay. Yeah, yeah it was kind of weird. Um, the, 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 the delivery, I was like, wait a second. That's like a huge plot hole. Or not a plot hole, but like, you know. It, it brought um, you out of the movie a little bit, yeah. Yeah, I, I love the, the desert scene, driving mm-hmm. out in the desert. And, mm-hmm. you know, we've seen that done again. We've done it. We've seen it done afterwards. Uh, it felt like um, uh, Oliver Stone's Savages. We 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 kind of saw that scene at the very end of Savages, and it's done very well. Um, but this one is the OG of that. You know, the cars driving on the desert. Like we just, you know, we saw it in Casino, you know, a couple months ago or whatever. And uh, I well, love all that. practical stuff. You know, oh, I know. The car, you know, yeah. cars blown up. Like it's just the, that house that got blown up, and they're about to go talk to somebody. Mm-hmm. It blows up in a neighborhood, like mm-hmm. in LA somewhere. You're like, look, this shit got legitimately got blown up. Mm-hmm. You know. Which is amazing. Yeah, it just goes to it. Um, well, and ironically, you know, these old movies. I mean, if you you know it, include um, uh, inflation, they're still relatively cheap. But um, it's amazing how, like, CG movies. You know, look at the MCU movies. I'm way off topic now, but. Look at the MCU or the Star Wars movies. These are like $200 million movies, and they're animated films, right? I mean, they're essentially animated films. They just have 10 million animators working on the movies. You can blow buildings for 10 grand. (laughs) Yeah, they're, they're, it's liability. That's what they're paying for. Yeah. I mean, you can create entire fucking Titanics for $150 million. (laughs) You can, you can build the entire ship. Right, um, but if you just want to, if you want to employ ten thousand animators to to, you know, pardon the uh, <gasps> shit out another MCU movie, it's it's going to cost you one hundred seventy five million dollars. You know, yeah, but before it reshoots, one hundred seventy five <laughs> million isn't anything compared to a lawsuit if one of your explosions out in the middle of LA catches some well, and, a kid. And, you know, absolutely, like, and now you so. can see why all these movies are done digitally nowadays. Yeah. It's like all these practical effects. They don't, I mean, all these stuntmen, you watch these movies. I mean, I was watching this one. What was it? Oh, it was uh, the movie we were watching. uh, uh, Don't they blow up the hospital in Dark Knight, like legitimately? Well, yeah, but Christopher Nolan is a fucking nut for practical effects. (laughs) We know that. Film? He wants to shoot on film? Who the fuck does that anymore, right? They all shoot from their fucking cell phones. He wants to shoot on 35 mil. And he wants to blow shit up in real time or use miniatures, mm-hmm. right? Um, 
No, we were watching uh, what was the movie with uh, Travolta, Swordfish, right? That spent the the uh, practical effects of the the actors rolling down the hill. Mm-hmm. I was like, God damn! How's that <laughs> motherfucker not gonna dislocate a shoulder, an elbow, and a pinky toe? Mm-hmm. I'm like, God, that would that would have been done CG in today's day and age. But that movie's old enough where they paid a crazy ass stuntman. What's well, a uh, What's Brad Pitt's character in uh, uh, Once Upon a Time? Booth. They pay that motherfucker to roll down a hill for 15 minutes. That that dude's job all goddamn day long. Mm-hmm. It's like wrestlers. They just take bumps for a living. Mm-hmm. Oh, my hat, my hat goes off to those motherfuckers because they don't exist anymore. It's all done digitally. Mm-hmm. And nowadays, the shit, the digital is is photorealistic. I can, I can barely tell the difference. If it's done really well, I can't tell the difference. You know? If it's like mediocre CG, you can see the difference. Or if it's done like motion capture or something like that, it's I, I can't tell the difference. So, I, I don't know what the fuck I'm talking about. Lethal Weapon, it's a, it's a dollar, for sure. <laughs> I'd buy that for a dollar! Yeah, I agree. I'd buy that for a dollar! And Fonzo, you gave us Slater, right? Mm-hmm. Very cool. That was a fucking movie. Let's see what our friends have in store. Mm-hmm. Underground trailer. Next, the fuck was an all-time classic by Lethal Weapon. I was going to try to do a Mel Gibson accent or maybe the rant where he fucking yells at all the stuff, but that's a little too racist even for me. So I'm going to say, uh, how could this not be a Slater for my man, Fonzo? Boom, double down. That's the way it's Ooh. done, son. I'm going to say double down Slater for Harley and fucking MCP. This is too old. It was not filmed in 4K cameras. I think he gave it a dollar. I don't think it's always time. But that's a really good story. The first Lethal Weapon, good story. I tried to show it to my kids a few years ago, but I forgot about the topless hooker. Commit suicide. I mean, the Jump. first. Right. I know my kid had to watch that with me. I was like, close your eyes, kid. So, uh, yeah, I got in trouble for that one. Otherwise, that, I'm too old for this shit. Happy New Year. Can't wait for the New Year to spend with you guys and hopefully meet up soon and uh, have a great show. I'm not in a hurry. I was calling, had no, uh, had no creative outlets for no accents. But that, bad boys for life. Happy New Year. Yeah. Even you, Harley. Good. <laughs> I feel like I feel like uh, Art redirected his anger on Tony, and now I'm the bad guy. Yeah, because you keep stealing his points. Mm-hmm. Well, now I'm giving them to Evan, so he's. <laughs> I, I'm gonna get. Not only am I stealing his points and giving them to Evan, I'm taking them from a Mexican and giving them to a white guy. Ooh. He told he can see the future. <sighs> he knew it was in store for him. Mm. I'm I'm angry at Art because he's gonna fucking go. To Vegas the weekend we're going to be down there. Mm. So what the fuck? Like you're going to go watch Mariah Carey's old ass, <laughs> fucking shake her big ass in fucking Vegas. You can you can hang out with the bad boys, right? Mm-hmm. I don't. I don't. All right, let's see. He's he he got two points for the double you know Slater, but he, he lost my double down Slater because I certainly didn't get the Slater. But he got Tony's dollar, so fortunately, didn't help him. Okay. 19. All right. On the extra credit, Lethal Weapon, Certified Donaldo. Uh That one's kind of a little bit more fun. 
Um, but anyway, Happy New Year. And I promise once all of this holiday has full and bustle and my new dog finally gets with the program on the schedule and vice versa, I will have more energy to have more exciting phone calls. Anyway, talk to you later. Bye. The fact that she graced, the champ graced our presence with her call is good enough. Right? Mm-hmm. I mean, they're like us. They have, they come every weekend. Mm-hmm. They call yeah. every week without a doubt. Sometimes Donaldo catches a nap. Sometimes his PayPal bounces a check or two, but <laughs> they still call them. So, absolutely. And she scored herself two points. Mm. All right. The Weapon Classic movie. Uh, I don't see anything less than a dollar on this one, but I will start with Fonzo saying, give it a dollar. Harley gives it a Slater. And Tony gives it a dollar. So, yeah, those are my picks. So, I hope you all have a good week, bad boys. Bad boys for life. I almost wish wish the podcast was like like we used to do it when it was live. Mm Mm-hmm. Because you you you'd almost want to like, are you sure? <laughs> are you sure you want to give me the Slater and Fonzo the dollar? Like he picked it, not me. <laughs> like you know mm-hmm. what I mean. So it's all right. He's still leading. He still got twenty two points. Mm-hmm. King Dingling. Is this gonna be the? Is this gonna be the the the, uh, the season where Donaldo wins it? Donald, I can see it. Donaldo avenges his soda stain. <laughs> yeah. I mean, you're still recording in the same room, right, Fonzo? Mm-hmm. Ten years later. Mm-hmm. I've gone through wives, houses, jobs. <laughs> <laughs> this motherfucker's still recording in the same, the same horde den. Mm-hmm. Love it. Awesome. Changed once it's changed the look, but yeah, same. Yeah, look. yeah, that's cool. Tony too. Tony the same. Oh uh, no, Tony. A couple houses. Tony's moved. Tony's moved quite a few times, right? Yeah, that's right. Let's see who we got left. Reed and Jim. Uh, yeah, yeah. Reed and Evan. Right. Uh, on to Lethal Weapon. Um, I revisited this. Not so long ago, and um, it didn't hold up in my mind as well as I thought it had. Ooh, um, love this maybe guy. I was thinking of two or three, certainly not four. Um, I think certified D dollars all around. Mm. Uh, had, hoped you had a uh, a wonderful Merry Christmas, and you got lots of comic books and pop vinyls and things as such um, and uh, hope you enjoy your New Year's celebrations uh, anything to add Tim? Um, no no that's it okay. alright bad boys for life <laughs> keeping it real I feel like we need to have another uh Another women's podcast mm-hmm. of all the the spouses. Mm-hmm. Evan, obviously, he's married. Mm-hmm. He's got. I saw oh, a woman shit. in that picture yeah. with a child. So, so somebody gave birth to that child. 
Mm-hmm. You got Angie. She's got a significant other. We could have the one dude <laughs> <laughs> record with Reed's wife, Art's wife, and Donaldo's uh, gaming console. It could, it could uh, get co-host. So you're saying like our wives do the podcast, but their significant others do the guesses? Yes. Ooh. That could be interesting. Yeah. It could be interesting to see if I could train Lanny to click all the right buttons. <laughs> <laughs> all right, here we go, Evan. Let's go. Evan here, back for a review for Lisa Whitten. Ah, yeah, so I'm speaking to you in uh, Mel Gibson's uh, negative tongue, uh, the Aussie Aussie Australian. That's right, anyway, he's Australian. I'm so glad that you decided to review this movie. It's one of my favorites. And so I think all of you are, you know what? No, fuck it. Fuck the accent. Can't do it right now. <laughs> <laughs> anyway. So I think mostly getting dollars. So, uh, Tony giving it a dollar. Fonzo giving it a dollar. Harley giving it a slater. I'm not going to get along. Oh, mm, no. Dang, oh, that's that's two that thought you were going to That's two that mismatched that. Yeah. Bad boys for life. Talk to you later. Mm. Thank you, Evan. Mm-mm-mm. <laughs> Um. Yeah, I mean, I I feel bad for Evan. You know, he's come into the the season. He's come into this. You know, championship. This is like I don't know fifth or sixth season. I mean, we've had we've had quite a few. And you know, shout outs to the players who've been playing it for this whole time. Angie, I think was wasn't the first. I think the first we had Reed, Art, and D, but. And then Angie came like a one season later or something, and obviously she's I think she's been killing it ever since. Um But I feel like it takes a bit, right? Takes it takes a uh you it takes know a, take a, it takes some time to learn our tastes. Yeah. I mean even like I, I always feel like D should know. Especially with these older movies. No, Dee's just playing the slow turtle, slow consistent turtle game. Right, right. And and then Reed, like he will pull some magic out his ass, and he will be like, Donald's or Harley's going to give a Slater. I'm going to double down on that. Tony's going to get a pile of shit. I'm going to double down on that. Fonz is going to give it a dollar, and he'll he'll somehow manage all three yep. correct. Like I mean. Like fucking psychic shit. Um, nobody can compete with Hart's energy. Like <laughs> I swear, he pounds like six Red Bulls right before. He'd be great for CrossFit. I don't know why he talks shit because he's got that energy. <laughs> so, and then Angie, of course, you know she's on the phone, so you can't fuck with that. I am on the phone, right? So, anyways, bad boys for life. All right, so where do we end up? So, um, so he fucked up that. So he has eleven points. Evan's got eleven. Um, so we're finally starting to, to come apart a little bit. 
Evans 11. Art is 19. Um, Angie and Reed are tied at 20 and D at 22. Mm. That's what Art doubling down on my slate and everything? Yeah. Because, oh, excuse me. The problem is he doubled down on my Slater, too. Yeah. yeah. And I was like, Reed, I wasn't, I, I revisited it and it wasn't as good as I had remembered. So, didn't hold up quite as well as I'd hoped. So, what are new movies we're reviewing for 2020? All right. To, to to keep with the theme of Old Man Martin, mm. I'm going to pick a movie I know y'all bitches haven't seen because we don't go back this far. Although it has, it was remade a couple years ago, and I didn't hear nothing about it. So I don't know if it didn't go to the theater or something, but yeah. And I don't know how to pronounce the title of the movie. Hmm. So, a man befriends a fellow criminal as the two of them begin serving their sentence on a dreadful prison island, which inspires the man to plot his escape. Steve McQueen, Dustin Hoffman, 1973, Papillon? Papillion? I'm going to guess Papillon. Hmm. Got an 8.0 on IMDb. It's one of the classics. If you're in old movies. And then it was remade in 2017 with um, with Rami Malek and Charlie Huntman. Hmm. Yeah. Interesting. But we're going to go OG before we... And even the remake has a 7.1, which isn't bad, all things considering. Hmm. So, but you, neither one of you have ever seen this, right? Mm -mm. No. Yeah. So there you go. Papillon. Papillon. So I don't know if Papillon is the name of the... Oh, Papillon is Steve McQueen's nickname. Hmm. The character's name is Henry Papillon Cherrier. Cherrier. I don't know. I don't even think I've... I've never even seen a trailer to this. I just was like scrolling through. Oh, you know what it was? Is that we watched something with Dustin Hoffman, mm-hmm. and I was like, I need, I need me some more Dustin Hoffman. I don't know. And uh, so this one came up, and it's an 8.0 on IMDb, and it's got fucking Steve McQueen in it. We just saw Steve McQueen and uh, Once Upon a Time in Hollywood, or at least you know, mm-hmm. sort of. So, so anyways, uh, it's a little long, two thirty one. And if we're lucky enough, Fonzo will continue to be sick through the week, and he'll have plenty of time <laughs> to watch this. <laughs> Sorry, bad boy. All right. So I'm going to go against normal uh, extra credit tradition, and I'm going to sign a homework. Because <laughs> before we started the podcast, uh, Harley brought up a Reddit post about uh, somebody saw 192 movies in the theater in 2019. Oh, boy. <laughs> And they gave three movies a ten out of ten. Interesting. And I'm like, you know what? This is this is it. This is the last. This this is the last uh, assignment of uh, the 2019. Maybe we can squeeze 
squeeze this in real quick. Um, and I think we're going to be doing our top 10 next week. I mm-hmm. guess so. Next episode. So it's, it's so much work for me. <laughs> like, we, I mean, yeah. we could do it the following. Maybe we should do it the following one because we could still give this one. Uh, we, I, I must, cause I want to assign Mo, Monos, uh, a, uh, Alejandro Landes, uh, directed and screenplay. He's a writer and writer and director. Ten point four and IMDb on a remote. Oh, you read it. Sorry, on a remote Nick. mountaintop, eight kids with guns watch over a hostage and a conscripted milk cow. <laughs> the guy's comment is uh, hands hands down my favorite movie of the year and honestly high on my all time list. It's Apocalypse Now meets Lord of the Flies with some beasts of no nation thrown in. Oh, I I want to rewatch that because I was just remember reminding how good that was. Yeah. Brazilian like, yeah, let's, filmmaker. Let's do this. Let's do All this. Right. No, I'm fine. I don't care. Fonzo, you have an objection to the two homeworks? Whatever. <laughs> <laughs> Perfect. Just, is it foreign film? I think... Is it, is it going to be in Portuguese? Oh, fuck the final, man. <laughs> oh, no, I only said that because the, uh, the director is Brazilian. Can uh, we okay. find it? It's in Colombian. Mm. Their release. I'm gonna guess this is in Spanish, which is perfect for you to fucking so no wet backs. Yeah, yep, forced to forced to read. Oh wait, when you two watch a movie in Spanish, oh yeah, it's it's definitely a, a struggle to keep my eyes on the on the on the scene instead of going to the subtitles when I I understand what's happening, or or sometimes it, it can be distracting like you get um uh if, if you you hear what they're saying and then the subtitles don't quite match up what they just said Ugh. yeah sometimes it's it's a little distracting i feel it's it's got to be interesting um for you guys and tony correct me if i'm wrong but was spanish the first language that was spoken to you when you were growing up uh i learned both at the same time really oh yeah. well alfonso Correct me if I'm wrong. Fonzo was, or Fonzo. Fonzo was the first language you heard, right? <laughs> mm-hmm. Spanish was the first language you heard, correct? Yes. Yeah. So, so you guys are slightly That's different, right. but at the same time, you at least both heard Spanish growing up as the first language. Yeah. But obviously now you speak English 99% yeah. of the time. I have trouble speaking Spanish now. It's, it's a, it takes me like 10 minutes to warm up my, my, you do lose Spanish a brain. Bit. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, interesting. Um, so, Fonzo, when you watch a Spanish film, mm-hmm. do you um, do you watch it with English subtitles and read along to the Spanish, or do mm-hmm. you just go full on Spanish? I do both. I can listen and then read. You know. Okay. Does it kind of match it? And does it frustrate you sometimes? You're like, eh, that's not what it fucking said. No, I just feel like that's how they worded it or whatever. Yeah. Oh, okay. Because I know translations can obviously be hugely different, hugely inaccurate kind of thing. So that's interesting. Mm -hmm. All right, cool. And then I'll just be the honky reviewing it from the English subtitles. (laughs) Let me know if you guys can find it online. I can find it. Oh, you can find it. Uh Uh-oh. I didn't even think about that. Uh... Oh, boy. (laughs) 
Oh, I see it for rent um, on YouTube. Okay. It's on Vudu. Do you know much? And you can rent it on YouTube. So it should be out there. On YouTube? Yeah. Uh, let's see. Buy or it says buy or rent when it's on YouTube. Looks like it's on Amazon. Hmm. I think it's on Amazon. Yeah, it's it's not hard to find. I mean, it's, you know, it yep, ain't fucking. Yeah. It's it's six bucks to rent. Mm. There's there's uh, cheaper versions to to rent at Fonzo. Mm-hmm. So, all right. Oh. all right, monos, monos. How would you pronounce Mon- that? Monos. Is that a Spanish word? Monos in Spanish is like dolls. Dolls. All right. Good to know. And maybe these kids are dolls on a remote mountain. Eight eight kids with guns. Awesome. Wikipedia. Fonzo, how was your weekend? <laughs> uh, you know. <laughs> now, do you got a fever? Or you just got the cold? What's up? What, what do you got? What do you got? Yes. Yes to all? <laughs> yes. Oh, and one is the other. Dude, now, how, long have you, how, long, how long have you had the fever? Well, the fever went away, and then it came. And then it, um, it was like on Friday, last Friday. Till like um, Tuesday, Christmas Eve, then I was all right. Then they came back on Wednesday. Have you um, seen a doctor? No, no. Go see Tomorrow. a doctor. I've I've heard of stories of two different people who had weird, long running fevers. Both of them are dead. Jeez. In San Diego. And that's what's funny because when we took Reagan to see the doctor, so it was a viral infection, and uh, it was taking everyone like. Seven days to get better, and it was the same thing. Whatever took him a whole week. Then he oh, got okay. So if you yeah. if you're following the same pattern that they're going through, then you probably <laughs> are, are all right. But yeah, it was like something weird happened, and it got in their lungs, and it like they like yeah. got pneumonia. Yeah. See, I'm gonna get cotton swab tomorrow for my strep throat, and then see. Yeah. That's good. Yeah, you're gonna go check out. Oh, that's the... right. You said you're gonna check yeah. it out. So that's yeah, good. that's smart. So, yeah. That's that's my weekend. I mean, it's I, mean I feel like yeah, we had, the, we had the gift exchange. We had people over, you know. I was okay, you know. I was okay then too, you know. Just had like this head cold, or whatever. Um, but then when I woke up this morning, my fucking throat was killing me, and I'm like, "What the hell?" So oh, that sucks. Just fucking weird. And it sucks because when you're sick, your immune immune system is lowered, so you can get something else, yep. and it yeah. just ex- it just extends how long you're sick. Yeah, so I've just been taking like emergency like every day, you know, trying to get it back yeah. up. So that was my oh. weekend. So did your parents come over for Christmas? On uh, Christmas Eve. Right on. Yeah. So we came, they came over here, hung out, we exchanged gifts. And then on Wednesday, we just, you know, the family. But again, like a lot of us were sick. Yeah. Right around. Um, and then on uh, Saturday, it was Amy's side and they came over. Again, like I was fine then, you know, it's just Christmas just was the worst. I was just lying there and the fucking Lakers lost too. So it just made it even worse. <laughs> The Lakers played on Christmas Day. There's like five NBA games on Christmas, dude. Wow. Yeah. Well, there's always. Uh, oh wait, I'm thinking of uh, Thanksgiving and the, the NFL. Yeah. Yeah, mm-hmm. but 
So the NBA is like, fuck it, we're playing. Yeah. <laughs> and then we, we beat the Raiders as the last time they'll ever beat the Oakland Raiders. So are they going to be in Vegas next year? Are they going to Vegas for sure? Is that is that locked? Yep. Wow. I mean, that makes more sense than than the charge. We'll go on a sports podcast. Um the Raiders going to Vegas makes more sense than the Chargers going to L.A., mm-hmm. you know? I mean, you still have the Los Angeles Raider fans. You'll obviously still have the Oakland Raiders fans. And now you'll have Vegas Raider fans. I mean, that, that makes sense. Mm-hmm. Are they going to get a new stadium out there too? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Pictures right now. It's being built. Remember when I went to Vegas a year ago? But I got to take a picture. Is that the only reason why teams leave their home cities now is just to get a new stadium? Yeah. So Isn't that kind of sad? Yeah. That's fucking dick. Yeah. <laughs> That's some bullshit. And they're like, 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 they don't get taxed as much in Vegas. So when people make a bonus or get paid in Vegas. I'm giving yeah. the NFL a waste of time. Fuck that. There you go. How'd <laughs> <laughs> you guys weekend? Tony, you want to go or you want uh, me to go? Sure, I can go. Um, right. We've kind of been going nonstop since New Year's Eve or Christmas Eve. Uh, Year's Eve. Goddamn, for 12 months straight. Huh? I said, Goddamn, we've been going 12 months straight. New Year's <laughs> Eve. Uh, let's see. Yeah, so my family does uh, celebrates Christmas Eve or we hang out with my family Christmas Eve. Um, then we fang- hang out with Lainey's family Christmas Day. Um, Thursday was the only rest day. Friday we had friends miss, so we hung out with our friends. Um, and so that that was all the the holiday Christmas stuff that we did and gift exchanges and whatnot. Mm-hmm. Um, then y- yesterday uh, we went to uh, Audiotistic I- at the NOS Event Center. Oh shit! Fonzo yeah. and I went to Audiotistic decades ago yeah yeah it was it was fun it was a lot of fun um we, we were only there for three sets uh just you know we're we're, we're old <laughs> so, so uh You're not high on four different drugs uh, no sober man i'm I, 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 yeah, I, exactly that's the thing you're sober so you don't have the fucking stamina to go for 12 hours <laughs> well no i could go i'm i'm the main issue that I that my mistake I guess on Saturday was that I I did a wad uh, at CrossFit that had really heavy deadlifts under fatigue, um, cool. and so my back just blew out. <laughs> like you know, I'm, I'm head banging, and um, I mean it, it, it. I I go I I I go all out, you know. I I so I threw. <laughs> I put every, I leave everything out there, including my back. So, um, and I was I was actually willing to keep to to stay there, but um, you know, this was up in San Bernardino, um, and Lainey was was uh, you could tell she she was visibly cold. <laughs> it was it was definitely a cold cold night out there. So we just I was like ah, I'm good. I danced my heart out. Um, had a bunch of people you know dance with me as as. It, I, I like stationing myself um, and towards the back, and you I, where you get a lot of traffic, and that's one of my favorite things is like as people are walking by and like pumping them up, like as I'm dancing and they see me dancing, and so they get pumped up as they're walking like into the crowd, like towards the stage, uh, or people coming out who are already pumped up, and you know like the, the energy kind of 
dwindles out as you walk away, but not do you get to me? I bring you back up. Like that, that's my favorite thing. It's so much fun. So I get a ton of traffic. Um, and, uh, and yeah, I had, I had a bunch of people like, like stopping and dancing with me. It was, it was a lot of fun. Um, one guy gave me like, he's like, Hey man, you want some water? <laughs> I was like, so I'm like, uh, yeah, I could, I'll, th- I'll take some. And he gave me some gum. Uh, this, this, um, while I was dancing, like Laney had like, this guy was, uh, he, he was, he, he had this one guy who was going a little too hard on the ground. Um, and so he was like walking him through breathing techniques. Like he was Ooh. like doing some yoga stuff and like trying to like moving his hands, like in a, in a, in a rhythm and telling the guy to breathe like with him in the rhythm, like just trying to get him to calm down and, and, and be, you know, get centered again and get focused. Um, and, and Laney was kind of just like, like, like watching and he, and he, and they catch, he catches her eye and then he starts, he goes up to Laney and is like, like, uh, I, he does something like it looked like he was trying to do a light show with his hands. Um, but it looked like he was just dancing for her, like just like grooving with her. <laughs> it, was, it was pretty funny. Um, and I just let it happen. I was like, I don't care. You know, we're all having fun. Yeah. Um, and then at some point, like he does the, uh, you know how, you know, the candy exchange, um, you know, you, you do the, the peace, love, unity, respect, hand, um, th- shake, and then you exchange bracelets, candy bracelets. Right. You know, you know about that. No, Fonzo. Say again. The the candy exchange. You have you ever done one of the, the piece, we did it a plural handshake. Yeah, and it's then a plural handshake. Candy? Yeah, yeah. I, I used to. Yeah, I remember people hand out candy. Yeah, we did it at my at my wedding. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I know yeah. I know Fonzo knows at least our example of it. But you mm-hmm. never did. You never heard of that, Harley? Never. Yeah. Uh, okay. Never. Well, it's a thing. I was too busy staring at the DJ. <laughs> I guess <laughs> I don't know what the fuck. You never wore candy. Uh, yeah, I, I, I wore fucking uh, uh, a Padres hat and a Crystal Methods T-shirt to every rave I ever went to, and just <laughs> stared at the DJ program or you know nerded out. Jeez. Um. So yeah, so there's the thing, you know, candy exchange. You 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 touch fingertips like as a, in a peace sign. Like both people touch a peace sign, and then they do they do the two halves of a heart, uh, and then they touch their palms together, and then they close their interlace their fingers, and so that whole thing is interesting. Yeah, and so then as your as your hands are interlaced, you can exchange bracelets over your hands, right? So one person brings it over to the other side of the hand as they're interlaced. Um, so that's that's the that's the candy bracelet exchange. But this guy, like, um, he did the there's a there's a and I, I don't know what it, the official term for it is, but it's a it's a it's a way to exchange necklaces. And so you do the peace love with both hands at the same time while your foreheads are touching. And then he exchanged <laughs> his yeah he he had this necklace and he gave it gave it to Laney. And, uh, and I'm just like, I, I'm, I, I see this happen. I'm like, just let it go. You know, I'm just, I'm just letting it run its course. Um, and, and they hug and, and then they're there. He has to go because his, his crew is leaving or whatever. Um, and so then I go up to her. It's the baby Yoda. Oh, no way. It was a baby Yoda on the necklace. I'm like, holy oh, shit, lady. That is fucking amazing. It was awesome. That is cool. It was that really cool. cool. So. Um, yeah, cause we weren't planning on, like, we didn't, we weren't wearing candy. We were just like, it, it was just going to be a one, one and done, you know, night. Um, so we didn't, we didn't go to be plur and exchange and like mingle with people. We just went there to rage our hearts out 
and listen to music and then and then leave um so it was really cool that that she got that she got that moment and i got a bunch of like a bunch of people dancing like um have you seen the head banging um it's hard it's hard to call it a dance but it's more like you headbang with people by um doing the 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 arnold schwarzenegger handshake the grip right and then you like pull each other in into a headbang Whoa. have you ever have you ever seen that no no, I've seen the kid anyway. play do that. What's that? The, the kid oh, play the kid do that. play handshake. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah, like that, but you're headbanging, and okay. so it's it it's 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 a lot of fun. Like it's really cool, and um, it's it's just really energetic, and it's it it's it's a lot of fun. Um, like I ended up doing it with like uh had one one guy like came in and like we we started we started dancing and, and raging and like and then we hug is like yeah yeah the rage and, and he walks away and then as soon as he's done some other guy comes up like on the left side and i see him raging so i like go up to him and like we start doing like it's cool it's it's a lot of fun so we had a blast tired as fuck today because we, mm-hmm. we didn't make it home till like one um and, and then today we had laney's uh birthday it was supposed to be like a family dinner um and uh at my parents house and so we ended up being a bunch of people and it was a lot more than we were anticipating um so but that but it was cool it was cool to see everybody um they had uh it was like bring dessert and um a game to play and so we can mm-hmm. you know like a board game or a card game or whatever we ended up playing uh, one game my sister brought that was like something about mis- I didn't get the name of it, but you get these cards and it and the cards have like a description of something miserable, like you know having a wasp in your mouth, and they have a, a number and you're supposed to rank them from zero to a hundred, and the goal is to get all the like ten cards. Anyway, like it, it's hard to explain without seeing the cards. Um, mm. But that was it, it was it was funny. But the the funny thing about that one is like none of us agreed on what was miserable right like you think of wasp in your mouth is is miserable but uh but they rank it rank it at like 30 points out of 100 and then you have like a ghost in your house like you buy a house and then you find out it, it's haunted they rank that at like a 70 it's like wait no and so like the whole the whole time it was just interesting right um so it, it was actually kind of i cool. do yeah yeah i can dig because like a wasp in the mouth seems pretty fucking ridiculous like out of control for me but a ghost in the house i'm like bring it what you got <laughs> right but like it it seemed like the pattern that it was following was like pain isn't misery pain is temporary and can go away but like a, a house that it's haunted that's that's mm-hmm. like the rest of your life in that house that can last for, for a long time you know it seemed like that's the trend or whatever but it was it was uh, kind of fun like most a lot of the time was spent you know just arguing and, and discussing like ah no way that's a, that's that miserable or whatever that's so, funny. That's a, a cool game. Uh, I, hopefully, I'll get the name of it. Maybe next time I'll, I'll share it. Uh, but that, yeah, that brings us to today and uh, running on fumes. So, <sighs> how was your weekend, Tony? I'm 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 curious. Yes. Before I get to my weekend, because as a as a former, as I wouldn't call myself a raver, but as been to raves, and as a fan of what I would considered dance music obviously i'm curious is these this uh the rave culture evolution and now you've been raving i I would argue significantly longer than fonzo and i was raving 
And while I've been listening to dance music longer, it's yeah. what they play at raves. I don't, I don't know. That's necessarily what I consider dance music anymore. So right, they so, still, those, they still play them, but there's there's lots. They're like of the side. The, the, correct me if I'm wrong. It seems like that's not the main there stage. Are, there are raves where house music that you consider house music is the main stage. It's, All right. They have they have raves for for every genre and every sub genre and every sub 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 genre. Like yeah, they're right. they're, they're, they're oh, okay. all over okay. the place. So there's still money to yeah. be made for like forty some year olds. Oh, for sure. Okay. Um, for for instance, the audio testing that we went to, they had right. two stages. Um, we were at frequency one point one stage, and that was like heavy dubstep. Um, okay. Then the other stage was more house. And, like we stayed at one stage because that's what we wanted to listen Cause to. Cause you like that. Okay. So in, let me ask you this. <clears throat> when you got into like rave, I, I don't want to say culture, but like rave music and rave culture <clears throat> has the main stage changed significantly or has, is like, yes. The dub. Okay. So please I mean, explain that. It's changed. Um, Subtly, like significantly over the last, uh, what I've been doing this for what? What are we at? 2019? Close to 10 years, give yeah. or take. Uh, did it, was I raving when we first started? Holy shit. Mm, I'd say maybe seven, not right seven when years we first maybe? started, but within a year or two, I'm sure. Yeah. So maybe, maybe like seven, eight years. Okay. Um, main stage was definitely, um, not entirely house. Main stage, they would call it like big room house, was very poppy. It had oh. it had as house music, and it was a little dubstepy, but it had a lot of pop music mixed in. Okay, that's that was like the the thing, like the kind of shit you hear on the radio, pop music. Yeah, like pop music, wow. but mixed into house music and dubstep. Like that was that was the main stage music when I first started, okay. and now it's still like that, but it has a lot more heavy dubstep in it. There's um and and a lot a lot more trap, which um is is hip hop mixed into house and dubstep. Well, that's what I've always said. Like dubstep's like uh, it's like hip hop beats per minute. It's like drum and bass, but half speed. Oh kind of. oh oh, and and they do mix that up too. Like and, and right when I talk about the dubstep, uh, I don't mean just the. BPM, which is what you might hear when you hear yeah. the term dubstep. Like there was times last night where it was drum and bass. It was that it was it had that pace, and I knew yeah, I like, oh, this is drum and bass. This is, this is drum and bass music, like right? That, yeah. And then there were like Getter. <laughs> he was he slowed it down. It was very old school dubstep, um, and and it was it was like slower. It was like almost rhythm, which is another newer genre that came out. What? What rhythm? genre? Have you ever heard of fucking rhythm? Rhythm? R I D D I M. No. Never. Yeah, it rhythm? it's it's it it went through a phase where people made fun of it and it was um but it's just like it's like heavy. It's almost heavy slow house. Huh. Uh, it's it's so hard to describe. Yeah, let me fucking play. Well, I'm pull, yeah, pulling up on some YouTube shit. I'm curious. Slow, heavy house. Two, let's see. This is two years old. Let's see if I would call this rhythm. Yep. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. So not house, but it's it's got the dub wubs. It's just got the big kick. 
it's got the, the kick, but yeah, it's slow. It's like 100 beats per minute or something like that. And the big thing about it is that it's like this. It's just repetitive yeah. and just goes. So when I yeah, think house, main kick, yeah. right, right, right. When I think house, that's one of the things I hear because when I go to the house stages, it's very repetitive. Like you have the same repetitive sound yeah. over Boom, and, snap or yeah, right. It's not. It's like for like thirty seconds to a minute. It's long, extended of the same same sound. Uh, yeah, that's what rhythm is, but with heavy that that sound you just heard. Like it's very, when you it's say very heavy, weird. do you so okay? Like so when I say heavy, baseline? yeah. So that that sound, I associate it with the word heavy. What the kick or the 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 that's a, that's Not, that's a low, it's a low frequency sound. Yeah, you're thinking of the the bass line, right? Gotcha. Right. Not necessarily. Not the, the core. Like, Not the dun 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 dun. The stabbing part. Right. The the it, it, it but it goes with the kick, but it's just yeah, it's just yeah, lower yeah. Fre- it's just low frequency. Heavy yeah, to yeah, me is, yeah, is low bass. frequency. Bass yeah, yeah, exactly right. bass. Um, yeah, yeah. Like so, it's that's snuck in a little bit, but main stage. Um, is mostly. Let's see if I can find. A... Fonzo's like, mm, my <laughs> right, throat right, sucks. Yeah. yeah. So that's let... curious because I'm, I'm like, I'm, I'm, I accept it. I'm, I'm not, I'm not talking shit. Like, right. I'm not, I'm not. Sure, in you're, any way, you're curious form, about like, the evolution. Just discrediting it. Yeah. So I'm this, just, this I'm... is nightmare. Nightmare is who one of the guys that we I wanted to, I rated out to last night, and he's at the main stage. So this is about 10 minutes into the set. Let's break a fucking round! One, two, three! Yeah, it was just yeah, super bass driven. Yeah, yeah, that's 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 why people it. love it in, in big venues because super bass, it's yep. just, it's yep. just tons yep. of yep. of distortion. Right, right, and Everybody so just turns like fucking gain meters to the roof. Right, but and and the thing like with main stage and dubstep, they all have a drop. They all follow the same yeah, pattern of, of a build up and a drop and a build up. And yeah, a drop. of course, of course. Um, Whereas rhythm doesn't really have the drops, house stages don't really have drops. They have little. They have. They don't have the low frequency yeah. drops. They have breakdowns, break not do- yeah. drops. Yeah, yeah, exactly. So that's like the big differences in the sta- in, in the different stages. Yeah, yeah, it's interesting because like <clears throat> as the old school and you know, Fonzo, you you have some insight into this too. Like growing up listening to like progressive house, you know, the old mm-hmm. global underground days, you know. You're like an eight minute long song with one big break, right? And then it was just one big like crescendo and, and, and then the song plays out and then it slowly breaks down. I mean, you're talking about like early 2000s, the average house songs, nine, 10, 11 minutes long. I mean, these are hugely long songs, relatively speaking. Yeah. And it feels like 
you go to a rave and it's got one of those really like crazy build up breakdowns every like three minutes. It's like, I, I can't, mm-hmm. I can't. I don't, it's like, uh, it's like listening, uh, um, you know, like sting having sex, like, you know, <laughs> it's like Kama Sutra of, of raves. Like, how do you keep that pace up for six, seven, eight hours long? You know, like, uh, I don't know. For me, it doesn't that's, seem sustainable. I'm, I'm so that's old. <laughs> that's the only way I could do it. Like, the, yeah. the house that There's I no, like, the techno and the and the house. I'm like, uh, I can't do it. It's putting me it's to music sleep. to my ears. It's putting me to sleep. I go to sleep, sleep with it. I wake up with it. Exactly. You sleep with break. it. I can't sleep if I hear this. I cannot sleep with this. I will be bouncing out of bed. I can do that all day yeah, long. Yeah, it's bedtime music. It's fucking lullabies. Yeah, but it can wake <laughs> you up. And some hardcore techno. Make Let's see. Like, driving. Uh, do you know Justice? No, of course not. I don't know any. Yeah, some some disco nuo. New disco pop. Yeah, they, I like that. They were there. Uh, no, they weren't there. As I was <laughs> they weren't of, like, there. But... <laughs> they're one of the one of the few like techno mix that I I I, I can dig. Like mm-hmm. I was like, all right, yeah, they're they're good. But like, uh, I don't I don't even know. The, the, the San Diego has a um has a a, a little musical event um that. Uh, it's called CrossFest, C-R-S-S-D. Does Fest. this have something to do with CrossFit? No, no. It's C-R-S-S-D oh, okay. Festival. We've never gone because all the music is like techno and, and, and it's like, there's, it's not worth it to, to pay 200 bucks to go and not, and fall asleep. <laughs> <laughs> That's the only way it's sustainable, uh, man. I've been listening to the same I, music I go for all 20 night, but... years. Uh, I've been I've been raging and breaking my neck for years all night. I I only quit because Laney needs to go home. That's mm-hmm. yeah. that's a that's the new generation. Yeah, I mean, I, I but you were explaining to me, I'm like, I couldn't do 20 minutes of it. You know, already headbang and mosh. Let me know. Oh, I know this was now. Now the interesting thing is, it's like it's the, the heavy metal like headbanging thing. Yeah. Mixed with like, I want to hold your hand, I want to help you breathe with the plur, yeah. with the like old school rave culture of like unity, mm-hmm. like like we're all brothers and sisters. Like, give me a hug. Like, I feel like that's still part of the culture. Oh, absolutely. Rave in twenty years. It's like but... yeah. Let let's let's bash bash our our <laughs> shoulders against each other, and then at the end with, with blood give streaming, each give each other a hug. Reach like, right. <laughs> I love it. That's fucking hilarious. Yeah. That's crazy. So it's really wild. Good. I was curious. So got me all pumped. God damn it! I'm not gonna be able to sleep. <laughs> I just put on one of my mixes. Put on one of your mixes. Right <laughs> put you right now. <laughs> Uh, I gotta, I gotta post one of my mixes. I haven't done one in a couple. I, I keep doing, um, I, I keep playing every couple of weeks, right? I'll do like a two hour mix, you know. The other day, Chris was in Sacramento a couple of weeks ago, and I played in the middle of the afternoon for a couple hours. 
and I kept fiddling with the digital aspect because now I've gone like everybody. I've gone to uh, to tractor. I've gone you know digital, right? Which it's like opening Pandora's box in regards to loops and and fucking samples and 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 effects. There's million effects and the parameters of effects is, is just bananas. I mean, it's just over the top. I mean, it's it, you know it's Michael Bay with fucking CG, right? Mm-hmm. I mean. It's, it's, it's an indefinite amount of so so I'll start playing a mix and I'll just start fiddling going batshit with effects and loops and stuff and hot cues and stuff. But I inevitably will make a mistake and it creates this huge train wreck or this huge spot in the movie in the movie in the music where you're like, Whoa, that sounds like shit. But because I'm recording it live, it you know, it becomes this and so as the perfectionist DJ as I've always been. I'll play back the mix the next day and listen to it or whatever. I'll take, you know, obviously the gym is the big thing. I get on the treadmill, I walk fast paced and listen to my mix. And I'm like, oh my God, this is so bad because there's so many fucking just terrible, you know, little mistakes. To the, to the naive ear, they're like, yeah, that's fine. I didn't really notice anything. But for me, that's like fucking terrible. But I haven't been able to record a really good set in probably six months kind of thing or a year where I'm like, yeah, that one I would let other people listen to. (laughs) I mean, there's some just brilliant music out. I mean, the, the, the amount of producers, if you have the time to listen is amazing. I mean, it's there, it's not like movies where the old, all the, the good ones are old. There's phenomenal, phenomenal producers still making amazing music. A lot of them are young. Kids in their late teens, early twenties, which is for my, which is, from my standpoint, just amazing. But anyway, so yeah, I haven't, I haven't been able to record a good mix in fucking months. So, but anyways, I'll, I'll make one just for you, Tony, so you can go to sleep too. <laughs> Perfect. My weekend. Okay, yeah. so today is uh, Sunday, Christmas. Um, I talked about Mazzy's. Uh, that was yesterday. I uh, just did the gym yesterday and today. Um, did a bunch of rearranging of furniture today in the house. Chris got a kink in her ass. She wanted to move a couch here and a couch there. In my eyes, it's not better. It's just different kind of thing, you know? Hmm. Uh, but that's, you know, whatever. Um, Christmas was cool. We went down to Sacramento. Um, we spent Christmas Eve at um, her... Um, stepsister i don't know how you it's not her father's biological daughter it's her stepmom's biological daughter like how do you work that out but she's grown up with her she's known her since you know she was an infant so um so we they have a house in west sacramento so we went out to west sac and we had christmas eve with her and her husband um eli amazing guy eli's awesome nice people and his family was there um they're they're from the Sacramento area. Amazing people. And um really nice Christmas Eve. And everybody was sick. Except for me. And Mazzy. And Chris. Luckily the three of us were okay, but everybody else was sick. And then um and then we went back to Chris's parents' house and they're outside of Davis, they're in winters, they're in like farmland. And so the idea was uh, for Cerise and Eli, her husband, and, and their their son, um, Kai, which is this adorable little, like, terrible two-year-old 
and uh they were supposed to come like late christmas day but uh pam chris's stepmom who's been her stepmom for 30 years um she came up with something like after Christmas Eve and the next morning she was woke up and she was like heaving and puking and sick as a dog. She sounds like Fonzo. She like kind of tried to sleep all day. So she was like sick all of Christmas day, like barely came out of the bedroom. She thought she had the norovirus. So she didn't want to like, she didn't want to breathe on anybody. So, uh, and then Chris's dad, he was, he was like fighting a cold for the last week and he's 76 years old. So, you know, you fucking, you know, you get a cold when you're 76 and it let kicks your ass for a week. So, um, and then, uh, so, and then we stayed, we were there till Christmas the day after Christmas. So I helped him, uh, replace the battery in his truck, do some other little maintenance around the property. Cause he's got, they, they own like 40 acres and it's like, they're too old to like maintain the property themselves. So they typically have like help come, but you know me, I'm like, I'm like a Mexican at heart. So I'm like, Hey, what can I do? Like, can I help? Like, let me do some work. So, so we did a bunch of work around the property. And, um, so that was cool. And then, uh, helped take care of the horses for the weekend. So that was cool. And then, uh, and then we came home the day after Christmas um, luckily there was no traffic. The weather was fine. And then, uh, just been hanging out. I start my new job on Thursday. So I still got, you know, goddamn near a week off. I got tomorrow to Thursday and I'll start on the second. Cause I'm old. I don't celebrate new year's. I go to bed at 10 30 at night, except for on podcast nights. And so, uh, yeah, I don't really have any plans this week. What do you guys got going, coming up? Fonzo, you got to go back to work on Tuesday or something. I gotta work New Year's Eve, yeah, but I'm working early shift, eight to seven. Oof. Yeah. Well, that's fine. You go to bed at fucking midnight on New Year's Eve, anyways, right? Yeah. yeah. Well, not lately. <laughs> so, Tony, you got any plans for New Year's? Um, we got another rave uh, tomorrow night. <laughs> <laughs> Where's that at? Uh, San Diego Sports Arena. Oh, Ooh. yeah. OMFG, um, hosted by LED. They got they got a New Year's Eve bash down there. Uh, we're just doing one day. Um, I think it's a three day event. So, just doing the one day for tomorrow. Want to catch Res, and then uh, on Lainey's birthday slash New Year's Eve slash our anniversary. I'm not sure if we're doing anything. <laughs> um, we might just chill at home, have some friends over if they want. Um, play games here you know some something simple uh and that's it yeah nothing nothing crazy other than yeah, tomorrow's tomorrow's rave, tomorrow's rape yeah and then, and then nothing pretty chill for a new year's eve uh, you need to fucking take some you need to rest ah, between okay. the crossfit and the head banging rave music yeah. do i need to remind you you're not 28 years old anymore yeah no my body's reminding me I keep on kicking it back. I know my back still fucking reminds me. I'll have good days, and then most days my back is fucking annoying me. I'm gonna have to go to a goddamn doctor. Drives me nuts. Yeah, you might. We get yeah. we get too old for this shit. Oh shit! Might be on an alignment thing, you know. Like I've been reading about chiropractic shit, and you know, if you have two, you know, vertebrae, one's one's just pointing in the wrong direction, that can cause a lot of shit. <laughs> 
everything I've read it indicates, and when I like feel my back and like the pain and stuff, I'm like, dude, that's a herniated disc. Oh, like right, I have a herniated okay. disc. I'm guaranteeing. But then every time I like every everything I read about herniated discs shows like pain down your leg, and I don't have any of that. All my pain is in my lower back. I don't have it anywhere else. It doesn't go down into my sciatic nerve, any of that shit. Right. It stays in my lower back. Um, so then I'm like, maybe I don't have a herniated disc. But I don't know. So, yeah. But my fucking primary care physician is a fucking imbecile. And so I'm like, ugh. So I'm not in a hurry to go see him. But just so he can recommend me to somebody else and so I can pay some more out of the pocket. That's the problem. Yeah. I'm so goddamn cheap, it gets in the way of my <laughs> own health care. Even though I have good health care. <sighs> Sorry. Totally off topic. Sorry. I'm trying to give Fonzo a break here, you know? Yeah. <laughs> we can wrap it up. There you go. Wrap, wrap it up. up. Go to sleep. <laughs> 43 Bad Boys Podcast. Friends and all these movies. Boy, Fonse, we ride together. Harley, we die together. MCP, bad boys for life. <laughs>